Hello and welcome to the Super Show podcast, a gaming podcast about nothing in particular. That's a new one for you. <laughs> joining, me t- <laughs> joining me today is Jamie and Jonesy, even though I said they weren't going to be on after last week's fiasco of a start. But uh, here, here they are, so, you know. You, you couldn't Hello. find any replacements. Yeah, I mean, I put my feelers out and uh, yeah. no, one, no, one, no one took the bait, so is that, I'm, is that a, I'm stuck that with get, you. That's translated into, I text Steph and he didn't reply, so here we are. <laughs> Yeah, Steph yeah. and Martin Ruffle, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, before we jump into it, just on Steph, I was reminded the other day just how bad he was about um, reading our comments during the live streams. What, did oh, you yeah. go into one of his? No, no, um, it came up on one of my live streams, but there we go. Okay, there yeah. you go. Anyway, we are a gaming, uh, fucking hell, one of these gaming things that you can consume <laughs> into your eyeballs and your, your ear holes. And we're available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, fucking Deezer, Stitcher, I'd Love Your Mother's Radio, whatever it is, as well as YouTube. And not only that, fellas, but we are available Thursday nights, 10 p.m. on paisleyradio.com. We love Hell being yeah. on there. Of the week. Yeah, we love being on there, and uh, hopefully they love playing our shit, because we can get a bit, you know, a bit racy sometimes. Ah, That's where they hard. give us the late slot. We're at like 11 p.m., aren't we? <laughs> right? like, 10 p.m. 10 p.m., there you go. We can't offend anyone. Hey, listen, 10 p.m. is like 8 p.m. somewhere in the world. So, you know, true. internet radio true. is global, buddy. I just want you to know Te- this. Technically, if you get to the right part of the world, we're a morning show. So, uh, <laughs> so good go. morning. That's so true. What was really it? Uh, good, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Uh, what maybe, was the, what's yeah. The fucking, what's the Truman Show thing? Good morning. Good, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And it was uh, it, if I don't no, see you. Say, good afternoon, yeah, good evening, and good night. Do you know what, the thing is, I've only seen that film once, and I don't remember it because I was in the middle of having an epiphany as a result of eating my first ever Taco Bell. Jonesy <laughs> was actually there to witness it. What? Was I? Yeah, you were. We were was in that, was Los Angeles. Yeah, it was in oh, E3. Was that the first time and, you saw the Truman Show? You weirdo. Yeah, and I didn't even want to put it on. I think I wanted to watch Along Came Polly. I think I might have even put on Along Came Polly for a little while. And it was Rasheen who was like, no, we're going to watch an app, something proper. Put on the Truman no Show. So you put on the Truman Show? Yeah. No, no one has ever said, I want to watch Along Came Polly. And then I was like, I can't leave America having not had a Taco Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because Jonesy's touched on something quite important. He said, okay. so you don't like Along Came Polly? No, it's, it's a film I've never looked at and thought I'd want to put this on. It's it one is of those such a quality like, movie. My, my wife is the same. Oh. She's like, I, oh, Long Came Polly is like the worst film. I was like, it's fucking hilarious. It's a very good yeah, movie. You, you dudes have terrible taste, so, you know. Would, uh, Do you would know who doesn't have not, terrible not taste? Philip Seymour Hoffman. And if you say he does, then you're <laughs> spitting on his grave. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, I decided during the Truman Show that I couldn't leave America without having Taco Bell at least yeah. once in my life. So we Postmates... A bunch of um, like shitloads of Taco Bell. Um, so good. It was. It was good. It was good. You, and you, I still got, get email from Postmates now. Well, you got me jonesing for a Taco Bell. I'll tell you that much. We can't. Well, we, we have, can. They, we have them here in England now, but yeah. none of us live close enough to any of them. I don't. I think we had one, didn't we? We had one up in. Um, we went to a stag do. Do you remember? And then you and I went to get Taco. Oh, Bell. that's right. That was oh, in Leeds. We, we got a couple. Yeah. We got a couple ordered to the ATG offices once. Yeah. Jonesy oh, didn't oh, get involved in that times, stuff. Yeah. That Jonesy, that was by the time you were sat on the floor below us, you know, working with all your other friends. So yeah. we didn't really get you involved. Yeah, but we have bad nacho cheese. This, if people don't know this about the UK, you can't get proper nacho cheese in the UK, and that is even true of Taco Bell, which <laughs> d- just makes it not as good. So wow. there's nothing you can do about it. 
I think your your definition of cheese is very loose there. <laughs> no, like the, you know the the proper like liquid nacho cheese that you want to dip your nachos in. Yeah, you can't uh, you can't <laughs> buy it in the UK. Stand by Again, my statement. Yeah, go go straight back to what Chris said. Your definition of cheese. Maybe slightly off. There is that's there is no definition of that cheese is that cheese. <laughs> there is no like, definition what? of cheese. Cheese is be, defies description. Yeah, it is what, it's cheese like is you whatever the, you want it you to be, at, man. When you look at the ingredients on the on that pot of uh, Jonesy's nacho cheese, first ingredient sugar, second ingredient water. It's like <laughs> what does this have to do with the fact that you yeah. can't buy nacho cheese in the UK? Like this is irrelevant. Whether you like nacho cheese, I think. Well, no, I think what Chris is saying is is that you you can't buy it in the UK. You can't buy a yellow paste that tastes like the other yellow paste that you identify as nacho cheese. No, you can't buy. No, no, you cannot buy nacho cheese in the UK. Yes, because it's because it's illegal. Because you cannot take a donkey and call it a horse. I'm so right now because Chris doesn't like nacho cheese. I love nacho. Care that no, 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 no. Sells it. Well, hold he's on. Now an, he's annoyed because he's saying that you shouldn't be able to sell it. You're like a nacho cheese Nazi, Chris. I am. That's How you dare are. you? Why does it always come back to the Nazis, Alex Jones? You and Nazis. Oh I've my goodness, it. you've said it. No, I love nacho so. cheese. But anyway, guys, we're not a, a nacho cheese podcast. Oh, imagine <laughs> though. The sponsorships we'd get, we'd get free samples of everything. <laughs> do you know? Do you know <laughs> not everything, just get? nacho cheese. <laughs> There is one place you can buy nacho cheese in the UK, Ooh. sometimes, and it's from Costco, but All it right. comes in like a five-litre can. Do it. Oh, oh wow. I've got, I've got one. I've got one in my kitchen right now. But the problem is when you open that bad boy up, you can't eat five litres of nacho cheese in before it goes off. So oh, yeah, because it's like consumed within two days. How? Yeah, you don't have long. <laughs> you don't have long. I mm. reckon you should do one of those... They're out of vogue now, but I think you can bring them back where you just fill a bathtub full of nacho cheese and then just dip your whole body into it. Oh, that would be that would be a terrible way, but I might do it. Oh, <laughs> I might I've got have it. To do it. I know how you can actually update it to 2021. You make yourself a a um like a Doritos uh, bikini, right? And then right, and then you dump you jump in. Like, can I ask one last question on this uh, for Jonesy? Sure. Yeah, like for, for as much as I, I understand the appeal of sometimes buying the kind of the pre-made versions of these products, and there is a difference between pre-made and homemade. But if you yeah, not can't try, make it at home, I was going to say, have you not ever just tried making your own cheese sauce, which is essentially what this yes. is? No, it's not cheese. Uh, okay, right. and then and here's the question: If it's not cheese sauce, what makes it different? So Chris is right. It's not cheese. It's not like actual cheese sauce. It is like this weird mix of horrendous chemicals that probably like rot your insides. But that, so you cannot make it. Like if you try and make like a normal cheese sauce, right? It doesn't taste anything like nacho cheese. But if you eat, but if you like the nacho cheese, like the, I don't even know what you, I don't even know what it is. It's barely cheese, but it's good. And if you can't make it at home, what do you do if you can't buy it? I don't know. I watched someone make a, make a, they call it a queso. It's like a cheese dip that I think is popular in Texas. Queso. Yeah, um, that's, that's like like Mexican Latin food, right? Yeah, and he made it with uh, like processed cheese slices, which made Ooh. me think, oh, I wonder if that tastes like what Jonesy thinks nacho cheese Maybe. tastes like. Jonesy's going to do know. some hardcore uh, YouTube searching after this. Maybe. So, Maybe. I, you, so you can import it from the US. You can import nacho cheese, but it's really expensive. But I will get some cans of nacho cheese, Jamie, and you can try it and you can then... Your taste buds can tell you. I don't know. I want to. I I remember Jonesy bought a a, like a little can of the Fritos jalapeno nacho cheese, and that that stuff is is like. I just, I just, it it grosses me out, especially when it's cold. It grosses me out. 
Yeah, don't eat it cold. You have to warm it yeah, up. But it's, it up. It's, it's really good. That stuff is so tasty. Man, the, jalap- you can't make that, it. the jalapeno stuff is fucking amazing. Anyway, yeah. fellas, this week in video <laughs> games, there's been some Pokemon news. We've got a, an update to E3 2021. But before we get to any of that stuff, fellas, there's a new Aliens game. There is. There is indeed. That's about as uh, excited as I thought you would be. Really? Yeah. I, oh, I thought you were sorry. I thought you were going to say that's as excited as you are. I thought you'd be hyped for this. For um, uh, I mean, it look it looks okay. I, I just, I don't know. It looks it looks good. And I think if this game had come out maybe two years ago, I'd be quite amped for it. Uh, but yeah. So for those who don't know, it's a Aliens Fire Team, a three-player co-op shooter. It's next gen and current gen and PC set 23 years after the original trilogy, 11 different types of xenomorphs, nine other enemy types like androids, blah, 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 five classes, 30 guns, RPG progression somehow, and the gameplay is meant to be similar to Left 4 Dead. So those are all ticking all the boxes that you'd kind of want in an Aliens game, but I don't know. I I think there's just been so many bad Aliens games coming out. Okay, isolation notwithstanding, Um, which is kind of... I am disgusted right now. I don't know. How can you watch that trailer and knowing how aroused you two get for shitty Left 4 Dead uh, sort of (laughs) clones where it's just, oh, I'm doing the same level 18 times and I'm going from A to B and zombies are running at me and you get so amped. And then they show you an alien game where the aliens are climbing over the walls. There's queens in it. There's like pulse rifles that sound accurate. It's three player. It it looks like a game we've been playing, Deep Rock. That yeah. we've been having a lot of fun with. It looks like that, but better. Okay. With the okay. kind of the way the right. aliens attack. Let, this looks wicked. Let me let me let me lay it out, okay? I see here three player co-op shooter. I'm looking at my screen. I see three people. Will I play this game with you fellas if you want to play it? 100 percent Will I enjoy my my skinny <laughs> no, little sorry. ass off? I, yes. I'm I will. gonna have to interrupt you it depends how much money we've all got when this thing comes out <laughs> and whether or not we get sent it that's the real uh, barrier to entry these true, days true buddy but and, yeah, and, I mean, then, and then do everyone's children go to bed on time is anyone going to stream it then can anyone be bothered to play it by the time it's 2am and we can actually start and so on and so forth I mean one of those yes <laughs> but I if, would love to if, play. I watched this I was like I'd love to play it with you guys it's like yeah, so much fun if the stars align then yes I guess what I am saying in my defense I know it's going to be a very unpopular opinion but that's what we're all about unpopular opinions and hot trash and hot trash takes or whatever but I just kind of think it's just a bit of a fatigue I guess maybe I'll get over it with the more info and in the game comes out and I see more of it but it's almost like I get the, I, I'll get more excited by the prospect of a back for blood where it's a new IP and because maybe maybe it's just like it's a known quantity and I know what to expect. And it's just like, I'll be playing and be like, oh yeah, this is where this happens. And oh yeah, this is where it's like, they seems like there's going to be very little surprises for me. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But do you get my, my kind of sentiment? Like I, I'd much rather have new IPs than kind of retreading a fucking uh, IP from the late seventies. You, you say new IP, you say back for blood is a new IP. I just see regurgitated left for dead. And I don't see new IP necessarily, apart from the name is a new IP maybe. But when you say to me, fair enough, it is a regurgitation of, of you know, games, yeah. movies, tri- like media, trivia has been out there for a long time. But I think you guys nailed it, or whoever said, we haven't had a good Alien game except for Isolation for like quite a long yeah. time. Um, but but Jonesy, and- look, look at Isolation. At, at that time, what game did Isolation copy? 
I don't think there were uh, any. They, you know, like or very few at least. It was well. Yeah, I guess it, I don't know the lineage. It came out at the same time. It came out around a lot of similar. Like put yeah. it this way, the idea of a first person horror. Horror survival stalker. game, yeah, yeah. With, with, yeah, with a stalking enemy that you couldn't do anything to fight against. Well, it was being explored at that time, yeah, but yeah, it wasn't like a ripoff, I guess. Yeah, or but, a yeah. What, what I'm saying is, they they took the IP and used it in a in a kind of original and wholly unexpected way. You tell me, aliens fighting? Right. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. That makes absolute <laughs> sense for the aliens world, and that's cool. I, I don't, you ever miss, uh, don't you ever feel like you've missed out on some things that should have been done? And for me, like the, fighting the xenomorphs in alien style, you know, world ships. So look, it just looks, for no one, for people who haven't seen it, it looks like aliens. The movie yeah. is a, as a video game. Yeah. You're playing those Marines in different environments with all those crazy weapons. I'm sure you'll have like the motion detectors and like the grenades and all that sort of stuff. There are face huggers in this. There are the normal xenomorphs. There are, like we said, I think 11 different types. It looks from the trailer like there are queens and things and there are like mini boss fights. Um, and you're absolutely right. It is very, it's very done. It's very rehash of game mechanics we've seen and played. Yeah. But... I can totally get behind just playing that sort of like a, a reskin of like a Left 4 Dead with that. Like mm. I, that does it. That does it for me. That, that's what I said. Like the, the the core things there. I'm like, yeah, cool. Like like I can get excited about the game, but for some reason I'm not excited about the the wrapping. Oh, I like the chocolate. Okay. I like okay. the chocolate. I like the filling. Don't like the wrapping, fellas. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah what, I, what are your I, thoughts, Jamie? You've been quite relatively quiet I, on the sidelines. Though. Well, like I, I guess. The part of the reason I'm maybe a little bit more quiet than you two, and I don't think this is necessarily an age thing, so I'm not going to make that joke, is that <laughs> I don't have a lot of feelings about aliens e- either way. Right, uh, for, yeah. for reference, I don't know if this helps people sort of place it, but the first aliens-related or aliens sort of like uh, tangential piece of media that I ever bought was uh, Alien vs. Predator on DVD. All right, which your, tells your, you so, your opinion's well, invalid. But so. that tells you something about what Alien was gro- to me growing up. Yeah. It was this kind of thing that used to be good fucking 20 years before I was born. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, and obviously, like, it, it's sort of, it's been revitalized and revived in fits and starts since then, whether that be in movies or occasionally in games. Yeah. So I, I'm not as bothered by the presence of this IP or the, the reusing of some of the ideas of the uh, of the Aliens franchise, as you might be, Chris. Um, I think it's cool that things like Alien Isolation existed and that there are people out there who get access to a piece of intellectual property and say, let's do something different with it. Let's not make yeah. the obvious. But at the same time, uh, it's, from what I gather, been a really long time since Aliens fans have been able to play a game where the objective is to kill and or shoot Xenomorphs and it's felt good and been good. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes like wrapping that around a sort of a known known sort of idea in terms of gameplay design is a, is a sound way to go about it. Like we were talking about IO Interactive. One of the reasons we can be kind of excited about that James Bond game is because <laughs> it's not too hard to imagine a future in which they wrap the James Bond IP around the Hitman work that they've done. Yeah. In which case, hey, you've kind of got a winner already. Now I understand Chris with, at this point, the issue is more with the IP than the than the design philosophy. But um, yeah, as someone who's as, yeah. as someone who's not that bothered by it, like as someone who would be interested to explore those environments and to kill xenomorphs again and to use you know classic weapon from Alien and Aliens and stuff like that, then yeah, I'm down. I'll pre-order and get the chance to play as Ripley or whatever the <laughs> fuck they're gonna do. You know, 
Yeah. So I, I, look, I think it as, doesn't, as, I mean, definitely part of it is that, so look, and, and you say it's not necessarily an age thing, but so I played Alien 3 on the SNES. Um, I really enjoyed that game. Oh, uh, it, was a, it was a wicked game at the time. And Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection came out like I was too young to go and see them at the cinema, but I was aware of them. And Aliens was one of the first films. I must have been like maybe 10 or 11 or something like that. Maybe 12, where it was the movie, you go to your mate's house who's got yeah. lax parents. And they go, <laughs> what are you guys watching tonight? And we're like, yeah, we thought we'd watch Aliens. And they were like, yeah, fill your boots. That's, that's, that's the way I saw yeah. Predator. Before Alien. or after you're going to watch yeah, Predator. Or- <laughs> like all Man. of those other films that you get to That's watch. Funny. Like the, the end of the 80s films. And it was always like they had, the, they had it on VHS. And it, it was always that mate whose parents just didn't give a shit. My one of those were. Yeah. It was the original like Jackass TV series before they started making the movies oh, right. on VHS. Right. And the first Blade. On VHS. Oh, It was nice, one that yeah. Nick Clapham had. Shout out to Nick Clapham. Shout out to Nick Clapham. <laughs> Nicky, Nicky Claps. <laughs> but yes, and I think because we've had... So this game, like you, I think you invoked Alien vs. Predator. The game Alien vs. Predator, Dude, yeah. I used to really enjoy a PC game. That was great. Like, that was... I think I've talked about it in the pod before, but that was one of my first experiences of sort of saying not really getting into it and then and then realizing it's because I was we me and my brother were just not getting it like you start off as an alien in that game and you're stuck in like a room and you can't go anywhere and it was like well how do we get out and it took us like maybe 20 minutes to figure out if you crawl and walk at a wall you crawl up the wall yeah buddy and then you can just crawl around above marines and use your little mouth to just pop their heads as you go around <laughs> and man that game was sick yeah it was amazing, but that game had the weird thing in that you could play as the alien, the predator, or the marines. The marines were terrible; like yeah. they were awful. The aliens and the predators were so much fun. Yeah, and and I think that we've we've carried that on in that no game has really done the the marine side very well. Um, yeah, and I yeah. saw this trailer and I was like, "This is how th- I'll tell you this what will work." Jamie Jamie mentioned uh, pre order bonuses because that's what it's all about these things. Babe. <laughs> right. like, yeah, yeah. Let's get the pre order bonuses. If they have a pre order bonus, the way it's like. If you pre-order now, you will have a toggleable ability to invoke the bug that existed in Aliens Colonial Marines. Because the whole <laughs> yeah. thing about the, the AI being broken was that someone had put a decimal point in the wrong place or something in the right. code. Yeah, yeah. And it just fucked everything up. And that's why you could walk up to a xenomorph and they'd just be like, <laughs> So if there's like mm. a toggleable button to break the AI like that, I think... I think I'd be down. Like a little uh, Easter yeah. egg would, yeah, would be nice as a reference to Colonial <laughs> Marine Shore. That would be Although, funny. I will say, Jonesy mentioning or us talking about playing as the Predator yeah. reminded me that I've, I'd already forgotten they made a Predator game last year. They made Predator Hunting yeah, Ground. Yeah, that was like a, a like, right, yeah. that asymmetrical thing multiplayer game. Yeah, which again, on paper, kind of sounded fairly logical. Like some people, it was kind of like, Going back to Evolve, wasn't it? Someone yeah. gets to play as the big, powerful monster with abilities that upgrade over time, and uh, you know, very you know, powerful offensive arsenal, but also very good at sort of getting away and staying silent yeah. and going invisible and climbing the trees. And if you nailed the Marines gameplay, where you, you know, which was essentially just a first-person shooter, that could be fun. And I yeah. played the beta for that. And was like, this ain't it. <laughs> this is not. This is not what. But then. But then- as we the are. only person here who actually likes Evolve, I think like, if you'd have said to me, we've got a game 
called Predator Hunting Grounds, which is like Evolve. Is it going to be a commercial success? I would say, of course not. But then if you said to me, I've got an alien game, which is kind of like uh, Left 4 Dead, a lot of those other co-op swarm shooters, will that be successful? I'd say, oh, there'll definitely be an audience. Yeah, the, the genre is a lot more accessible to a lot yeah. more people, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but Evolve, <laughs> one of the most underrated games there is. Just wow. I, just th- I, wow. Think the, I think the asymmetrical multiplayer idea at this stage is so much cooler in theory than it is in practice. Totally. Like a, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Among Us, Among Us is um, is putting that. Do, does that putting ca- that to bed, isn't it? I guess that kind of counts. Yeah. Like, are you saying that they should add DLC to Predator Hunting Grounds, where the Predator gets a camouflage that allows him to hide as a marine, and he has to <laughs> he has to work amongst them? And it's like, I don't know. That the the Red Predator's uh, pretty sus. Oh shit! You guys, you guys have just fucking you've cracked it. You've cracked it. Although, well, I don't well, know. No, no, no. What, played... no, not not that. Why don't they make? My favourite horror film ever. I mean, I'm not a big horror fan, but I'm a big fan of this horror film, which is uh, The Thing. Yes, yeah. The Thing would lend it... They did, but they. But I think what Chris is saying is literally The Thing and Among Us are like... The Thing is basically Among Us the movie. That's exactly what it is, yeah. So why don't you just fucking take that IP and fucking make a 3D fucking... That's fucking... Yeah. That would be sick, dude. You do that little fucking shapeshifter. That would actually alien, be really dude. smart. Well, anyway, there was, maybe, there was maybe, a rumor. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's happening, yeah. Maybe, is that happening? No, well, no, I was going to say there's another game which I was going to mention, which is... Um, Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Where you play, is it Unfortunate Spaceman? Where you have to, it's basically Among Us in 3D where you go around yeah. doing the tasks. Oh, yeah. And you the, have um, someone unfortunate who's shifted into wasn't it? Um, a spaceman and then they can suddenly turn into a monster alien and they can attack you and slice you up and stuff. But it's it's not very good. I guess the thing about the thing that I hadn't considered with regards to how it factors into Among Us is that the thing can change hosts. So you could be halfway through a game and it's almost like the murderer in Among Us changing from someone to someone else. Dude, that would be so sick, yeah. Because you could could kill someone and you could decide whether you want to inhabit their body or some shit. And then there could be like dogs around as well. And if you need a quick getaway, fucking inhabit, you know, just take over the dog and fucking scamper off. So you, I like this. Can, I like you this. You can do all this, apart from the dog thing. You can do this in Unfortunate Spacemen. So you there can you, you can inhabit a host, you can look like them, and then you can carry on and then take over someone else and then look like them. But the, And then the idea is, I guess, if you find the body of, of the purple guy and then there's still a purple guy, you know who it is. All oh, right, yeah, okay, cool. Um, well, so, so this... You yeah. can also launch people's bodies away in that game. So you can like launch them into space. So then you can't find their body. But having played it, and it is Among Us, it's just Among Us 3D, basically, apart yeah. from those few extra things. That it kind of lacks something. I don't know. I think maybe putting it, the thing as a game would be better if they actually made it. Properly. See, it's all about the wrapper. You like the chocolate, you like I the like filling. The Let's get the wrapper on there, baby. So we're saying Absolutely. do judge a book by its cover. Always. Always. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> And then also judge it by the contents. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. Well, judging by the content, some people have judged us by our content, fellas. And they uh, they didn't find us lacking. In fact, they liked what we were doing. And I'm talking, of course, about our generous patrons. And if you like what we're doing and want us to keep talking shit like we do, then head on over to patreon.com forward slash super show. That's super show. And, uh, you know... Go check out our tiers. Maybe give us a little bit of support. That's all I'm saying. Could be nice. Some people that did give us some support. Aaron Cameron, Athletic Gravy, Shellshock, Haxel Book Reed, Jesper Camdahl Nielsen, Javela Cujo, 
Leo Merger, Lonnie Thompson, Magic Grits, Mindful Pig, Nathan Piers, Pastors Guild, Scary Omen, Starfall Kid, and Zach Cream, the big boys, Manuel Guerrero, Peaswad, and the dude abides. Thank you so much. Yeah, we've we've uh, at the time of recording yesterday put up another Patreon exclusive podcast, which is no longer called After Dark. It is now called Full Frontal, and I think uh, I think I'm happy dumbest, about that. Change. Dumbest decision we ever made. Dumbest decision we ever made. <laughs> Bullshit. Just completely ditched the old thing and called this one episode one for no reason. There's no, like, you know, we're gonna look back. I wanted to do. I wanted to do an episode nine and then do a scratch like a strike through, but I couldn't get the formatting to work in the name. So yeah, fuck it, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, head on over there. There's a you know a a fair amount of um, extra stuff. Some spoiler casts for games that we've played. Uh, We also give early access whenever we do a non-podcast show we put early access on there but really it's about the support and we are thankful to each and every one of you and hopefully we can record many more full frontals in the future so be sure to check it out uh but yeah if you if you want to support us patreon.com forward slash super show is where it's at all right guys how about a quick comment all right because this this one comes from all the aces the end of this podcast was like being the designated driver listening to your pissed mates in the back chatting absolute bollocks. Jamie making random shit up, Jonesy just wanting food, and Chris giggling at everything and anything. Five-star podcast, as always, fellas. Obviously talking about the last last podcast we recorded, which uh, I think we only, we only wrapped it up like getting close 2 to 2 a.m. Like yeah, so yeah. a little bit of delirium was kicking in for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. It had been a long day, to be fair, um, uh, and my eyes were hurting and my head were hurting, uh, yeah. like halfway through that podcast. And I think by the end of it, just so happy to be in the clear and I've got all that news done. <laughs> yeah. Um, that uh, yeah, as you said, Chris, a little bit of delirium kicked in. Delirium, some uh, cabin fever. That's how it goes yeah. sometimes. And hey, I think the podcast was all the better for it. To be honest, the, a little bit of a little bit of madness is always welcome. You know what? I found about. I found out about. I found. More uh, out about that's a hard are you having a, to Jamie, are, you having, are you having a stroke? No, I'm just I'm just sort of. How's I'm your face? Just, let, let me break this down for you guys. Okay. I found out more about. I found out found more about out more about that one. Uh, I'll be honest. I've got it now, but that didn't come naturally to me. I found out more about. Okay. I found out more about the Super Show than I ever thought I'd know. Then, then you ever thought you would? Than I ever thought I'd know. Yeah, just in, by googling it. In, in in what way? <laughs> Well, just that I didn't know that there was a movie called The Super Show. I didn't know that someone already had the URL onlyfans.com forward slash super show. Careful if you go there. It is a man. Uh, <laughs> hey, maybe that's what they want. And if, that's you want okay. if, you, if you want a naked man who goes by the, the name Super Show, then, then go for it. But like, it's just funny to me that like we could never get that URL now, even if we wanted it. Like that there's, someone, but, <laughs> there's, a, there's a Super Show only. Well, I think, I think that's it's also just some why. guy getting his yeah. ass out. It's got to be think, a minority, right? There can't I, I, be many. There can't be many. No, I think he's white as a proportion. <laughs> wow, well done. That, that was top tier. Um, but that's the reason why our YouTube um, URL is youtube.com forward slash Super Show Pod. Right. Yes. Because we couldn't get it was Super naked Show. Naked asses. If you'd gone Super Show. Yeah, that's how it goes that's sometimes. Naked asses. You know, anyway, that's what happens when you find out more about things like the Super Show. Find out more about. I like it. Well, you know what? I'd like to find out more about. What you guys have been playing this past week. It's oh. catch up time. That's 
I'm loving that, the flair that you're adding to some of these. Uh, I hope I'm we do trying, something with man. that in post, like where we like. I'm not suggesting you auto tune it necessarily, but just kind of like <laughs> it's just it like a, a nice reverb or something. Yeah, yeah, some reverb would be great. Some studio I mean that, reverb that would be cool. But then again, that's also a lot more work than we're probably willing to put into it. <laughs> Come on, so it's one one effect. Yeah, Jamie could deep fake it for us and put Tom Cruise saying it. I couldn't. Like Maybe if you give me two weeks, I might be able to give you Tom Bellas, Cruise. But those deep fakes are so fucking scary. But we're not going to talk about the deep fakes. We're going to talk about what you've been doing. And I guess in the case of Jamie, what you've been doing is some deep fake porn. I hear. How's that going? Uh, I, yes, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jamie but, films himself doing naughty stuff, and then he deep fakes over himself. Yeah, but I, well, actually, I had to put a pin in that one because the footage was too shaky. I was using the front-facing camera in my left hand. It was just a bit like, Ugh. like didn't come out right. So, um, yeah, I have, like I said, I have to have to move on to other projects. I, the funny thing is, like, the boys are only half joking. Is I have had to uh, practice deep fake stuff. Nothing to do with Tom Cruise. Nothing to do with uh, porn either, uh, and all to do with work that I am being <laughs> paid for. Fortunately, um, but yeah, maybe I'll, I, I. I was about to say maybe I'll talk about that one day, but I never will. I don't want to. Cross pollinate yeah, that stuff yeah, for some reason. Don't, don't cross the streams, Jamie. Yeah, that's that, yeah. That feels like, uh, but yeah, um, deep faking turns out takes a long time. Yeah, who knew? Yeah, I have been playing games though as well. <laughs> Fortunately, because you if have. you know if you're going to leave your computer on for seven days straight, you can you can play a lot of video <laughs> games in the meantime. Um, all I was going to talk about this week was that I finally played the DLC for Control. Uh, oh, nice. Which, which one? Both. Both of them. Both of them. The Foundation and AWE. Um, All right. To split them up. Give us your opinion. Like, briefly, your opinions and your okay. score. Because that's what we're doing now. We're a score. Te- we're, we're a fucking... We're an uh, aggregator of, of three. Uh, so like, out of, te- out of ten for each or, like, as a collective? Or? Hey, man. Yeah, yeah, of, of each. But you don't have to do out of ten. I mean, you use your own scale. You could have fucking five, five dinguses out of 86 Borgle sloughs. <laughs> Who knows? Um, look, I, I, I guess what I'd say is that I, like, there's a part of me that's not sure what the right way to play these things is, as weird as that sounds. Because I feel like if you had finished Control at the time and left it there and gone and bought these expansions individually and used them as a reason to reinstall Control and sort of like rediscover that game and relearn the controls and the mechanics <clears throat> just for the sake of these expansions, yep. I don't know if you'd come away wholly satisfied based on their length and what they do and don't do to add to the control formula. Likewise, how, how, though... How, hold on, hold on. How how long are we talking? This one? Three this? to four hours each. This? Three to four, four hours each. That sounds kind of decent, because I remember that control in itself didn't seem like... Yeah, but it's, 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 it's decent, but, like, when you can, like... When you complete like one of them in like in one sitting, which is yeah. very easy to do, you're kind of like, just like, huh, yeah. okay. I see. Okay. Yeah, it's but then decent likewise, if it's free, it's not decent yeah. to be paid for it, right? And that's what I mean. Like, I, if you'd reinstalled Control and bought these individually, I'm not sure how that would have felt. But then, again, as someone who played through Control a second time to get access to these on a new console, you know, technically speaking, yeah. Yeah. I was also like, huh, playing these immediately after playing, you know, 10 hours of control means you're playing a lot of control. Um, and um, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but you, I've, I, I guess what I was, what I'd say is that I was looking in both cases, the foundation and, and AWE for them to add a little bit more to the formula than they did right. for yeah. just something a little bit more substantial. I'll give them credit where it's due 
They both take place in completely new and unique areas to each expansion. The foundation, as the name would suggest, takes place basically beneath the oldest house in like yeah. the caves that run underneath it. And AWE takes place in the investigation sector, which is like a whole new sector. And they're all self-contained. They have the main story thread. They have side missions. Um, but both of them have this kind of issue where the only NPCs you really interact with are ones they bring back from the main game. So everything feels a little bit familiar. And they both get to a point where once the story has been sort of like laid out in front of you, you just kind of play control for a few hours and then it ends. Um, right, okay. Which was ah, fine right, with okay. the foundation where I didn't expect too much. And there are interesting little tidbits that expand on the role of the board or the founder, if those words... Um, yeah. Or yeah. the former, I should say, if those former, words yeah. mean anything to anyone at this stage. Yeah. Um, but... And but like in terms of like new powers, you kind of get one in the foundation, but it's only specifically usable in the foundation area. Uh, there's a new weapon form in AWE, but it's essentially like a like a grenade launcher where you can trigger the explosions yourself, which is like uh, okay, like yeah, doesn't, it didn't change the way I played. Um, but the thing that AWE has going for it is uh, Alan is, Wake. The is man Alan Wake? Yeah, is is Alan Wake? Is Alan Wake is not really in in it, but he's kind of in it. It's hard to explain. Um, oh, mysterious. But then even that stuff, it's like, this isn't really a surprise, but AWE as an expansion exists less to have an adventure where Jesse Faden and Alan Wake are interacting with one another and working together and blah, 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 blah and Alan Wake is physically there in any one place, yeah. and more as an attempt to use the ideas that Control creates to... Uh, establish the Remedy universe and recontextualize the events of yeah. Alan Wake within stuff that we now accept. So yeah, whereas yeah. Alan Wake might have been like some straight up like fantasy stuff with monsters and sort of like, uh, you know, crazy, uh, like all kinds of weird shit going on. Control is the game that can go, actually, that's an altered world event. That's an object to power and blah, 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 yeah, and give yeah, reasons okay. for all these things to happen. And it's like, actually, Alan Wake did happen in our world, and it's just that's what happens when weird shit happens. That's the, that's the paranatural or whatever they call it. Um, okay. And so that stuff was interesting, and inevitably there is a, a tease for, I don't know if it's more Control, more Alan Wake, or both. Um, but I was, just, I was just a little bit like, huh, okay, yeah. Kind of like an excuse to play another two to three hours of control. So a few more puzzles, shooting <laughs> some more things. Yeah. AWE has some interesting boss encounters. Again, Foundation has a new power that tries to create some interesting scenarios. But neither of them like fascinate, like overwhelmingly fascinating or engaging or like you have to put everything down to play this. They're just kind of there. So yeah, yeah. Um, which means mm. I'd put okay. the package of because uh, I think a lot of people yeah. are going to play this as a result of getting the ultimate edition uh, which is just to yeah, stop sure. being free on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 via PS Plus uh, the package of the DLC I'd give a a three star review okay out of, out of five three, yeah, three stars out of five yeah three stars out of five okay it's not bad yeah. it's not bad fair enough yeah oh any, any other games because you say you've been playing games um, I mean, yeah, but that for me always means a bunch of different shit, doesn't it? That means I've been yeah. playing FIFA. Uh, we rediscovered the joys of pro clubs this week, which is the game mode where in FIFA where everyone plays an individual player on the on the pitch and so on and so forth. Yeah, uh, Warzone. Warzone hasn't been going very well, but there was the, obviously the new season started, so uh, had to get involved in that. Had to 
get the battle pass and start oh, leveling yeah, you, up you and doing to, my stuff. You had to, yeah, you had to. You, well, at some point, yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> and uh, they uh, they did some strange changes to the attachments in the Black Ops Cold War weapon integration specifically that yeah. meant that a lot of the Black Ops Cold War weapons were kind of redundant and still are at the time of recording. Uh, they essentially changed the properties of the... <laughs> This is going to sound really neeky, but like <laughs> a lot of a lot of the weapons, specific but specifically ARs and marksman rifles, um, are, me- are meant to have some kind of suppressor that doesn't actually damage your ability to uh, do damage at range, and if anything yeah. helps it. And in Modern Warfare, it's the monolithic suppressor. Monolithic suppressor is uh, what people recognise as like, hey, this is the suppressor that you can use that will allow you to still use the AR at range. Um, yeah. Black Ops Cold War, when the first integrated, basically didn't have one of those, which meant the ARs weren't viable. Then they added one back in, which meant they were slightly more viable. But in reality, it meant more that things like the DMR or the um, like the M16, the Org, were more viable as opposed to any of the actual ARs. And now they've changed it back. They've like added they've added a negative damage element to the um oh the bullet velocity if you use that suppressor. So a lot of the gu- like guns that were on the cusp of entering the meta, like again the M16, the Org, kind of got fucked. Um, and now right. you and now you have to run modern warfare guns, which are kind of in a weird place where there's some extremely powerful ones like the Amax is is still uh, unbelievably dominant if you can hit your shots. But there's a weird middle ground for. Um, Modern Warfare ARs, where like different people run like the the M13 or the M4 or the Grau or the Bruin and stuff like that, but like there's yeah, no one size fits all solution anymore. This is Even where the Jonesy kilos not in. what it used to be. This is where Jonesy comes in and says, "No, nah, don't, don't worry about the ARs. It's all about the LMGs." <laughs> no, I, no, I don't really run LMGs. <laughs> I like the ARs, but uh, I thought you were going to mention the Foul, Chris, the uh, glorious oh, the Foul, foul. The, the, like the only weapon that I've got fucking leveled up. <laughs> not true anymore. Not oh, true the anymore. Foul. Oh, but I, I wanted to ask you, Jamie, are you, do you still have your love-hate relationship with Warzone, which was the last time I played with you, at least, was erring more on the hate side of it than anything <laughs> yeah. else? I, I've, I've played uh, less Warzone in the last, uh, say, two to three weeks than I did in the previous, like, I, I'm playing less and less as time goes on. Yeah, um, and it's not it because feels- you're busy, it's because you just don't want to, right? It's because I don't want to, and I play with people who are better than me, and that messes up the lobbies I get quite a lot. We also now have one person in our crew who is uh, plays on PC, which means we have to play with crossplay on. Uh, last oh. night, we got killed by hackers. Oh, shit, maybe no, maybe three maybe three times in in one night. Where, uh, like wow. I've got videos on my phone that we were swapping back and forth of our kill cams. Um, uh, some of the most obvious and egregious hackers you've ever seen. One match had two hackers in it. Where you were Lovely. literally watch we watched a hacker kill another hacker and then spectated a hacker for the rest of the match again. Well, <laughs> we report these people and we film them and we we laugh about it, but um, no, it does. It kind of puts you yeah. off. Um, totally. So uh, I think what what we're looking at in the moment is for anyone that doesn't know, uh, the season two has just kind of ended up being not not a dramatic change. They added a new mode to zombies on Black Ops Cold War yeah. and have added a couple of new weapons, but ne- none of those weapons... This is the issue with the weapons, right? They added two new weapons in the season, both already irrelevant. Like the, the, <laughs> because, because they're just... Warzone is so, so specific in terms of the dynamic a weapon needs to provide, the profile a weapon needs to provide to fit into that meta. 
And if one thing is slightly off, which in the case of, say, the Farah, which is the new AR, great damage potential, but it's like the, the, the recoil is very hard to control. It really mm. suffers at um, medium to long range. Still have the issue that I mentioned earlier of the suppressor. Then you're like, well, you can run the Farah, then maybe as people run the FFAR, which is the, okay, what if you ran it as uh, a close-up option and essentially had a uh, potentially even a 2AR loadout in terms of how your ammo was uh, divvied up? Yeah. Uh, and it's like, that's possible, but is that a reason to stop using the FFAR or a reason to stop using the Mac 10? Like maybe not at this stage. Um, and so like they, they keep adding stuff that people go, okay, cool. No one's going to use that. Yeah. It's, um, but, it, yeah. It's a problem that a lot of games have, isn't it? Especially like online games where the game comes out and this can relate to anything. It's not just a case of like guns or whatever. It could be like heroes or champions, whatever it may be, whatever you want to call it. And the game comes out and it's like, right, here are your 10 to 15 things. These are built into the game. And what they do is they cover the gamut of everything that you need. So in terms of guns, like, hey, you need a sniper rifle? Here are two options for you. They're really solid. You need an AR. You need fucking a marksman rifle. You need a, a submachine guns, whatever it is. It's like, okay, cool. And you cover that gamut. And then obviously to keep people interested, you've got to start adding more shit, right? But you've, you've almost, you've covered all your bases. So you need to start making stuff that's like really kind of messes with the formula. Like, oh, it's really good at like mid-range, but, it, you know, yeah, it's recoil is fucking dog shit or whatever it is. It, it's it's always that thing of like whatever you add could never be as optimum as it should be because you've already got the yeah, optimum stuff. I, I get that. I just don't know what their their outlook is on, on that stuff because the, at the moment it seems more like like guns fall into one of two categories – Either they're not good enough to be viable from the word go, yeah. or they're broken, and you're yeah. just using them because they're fun until they're fixed. Yeah, and like there is, yeah, it's one of the things that I I like about not being better at Warzone is it's almost like ra- like racing, like race car driving. If you look at Formula One, every car is almost identical, and there's you know it's fractions of seconds, yeah. and it's this is how you do it. If you go down right down the gamut into like uh, people doing shitty banger racing on tracks it's a lot more fun because you can kind of do whatever you want at my level of warzone you can run like almost any gun you want because it comes down to <laughs> more the ability of the individual player as opposed to the weapon you're using so I, I do think that's one of the things that people struggle with as they get further along is you you have to use certain weapons you yeah. have to use certain tactics because everyone is so goddamn good yeah. So th- there's a there's a little bonus for being slightly shit at a game. <laughs> the, uh, you don't sort of run into that as much. Yeah, yeah. I, I get the same as you, Josie. There's there's an interesting way of doing things that Dota does it, right? Every time they bring out a new character to play, a new hero, what they do is they purposefully make that hero overpowered. Straight off the bat, right. doesn't matter what it is. And the so reason, people use them. <clears throat> yeah, the reasoning is that means more people will use them, which means they'll get a ton more data than they usually would. And then in the next patch, they just bring it down. And they're like, this is where it should be. So in other words, right. like kind of saying like the patch after release is what it should have released that, but they just wanted to get those data points, make everything a little bit OP, and then bring it back down. It's an interesting way of yeah. looking at it because yeah. data is king in these kinds of things. But sure. From what Jamie says is like they're well, adding these guns and it's like, well, that's useless. I, I think also like the, the Call of Duty community is very reactionary and yeah. like – the word nerf is associated with a weapon not just becoming worse, but becoming no longer viable. And yeah. you see sometimes weapons go on these strange arcs where, like, whether it's sort of like the initial reaction to the damage at range fall off for the kilo 
or the the nerfing of the growl or the nerfing of the brewing and things like that these were weapons that came out were obviously like disastrously overpowered were quote unquote nerfed and the reaction to the community was whoa can't use that anymore <laughs> and then like a couple of weeks later someone will come out and be like turns out like you can totally still use it it's just not as good as it used to be and everyone goes huh okay yeah um but still that yeah there's a problem where like the easiest example since the cold war integration was the dmr which took over the game to the point where like celebrities were tweeting about it and 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 so on and so forth like nerf the dmr nerf the dmr that's our reaction to everything it happened it had to get nerfed twice before it disappeared but that's the thing it disappeared like nerfing the dmr was essentially like saying the same as take it out the game because no one uses it anymore it's like an on-off switch isn't it it's fucking mad i will just say though before we move on from warzone um Seems like at this stage, all rumors are suggesting to uh, pointing to the fact that with the arrival of season three sometime in April, Verdansk is going to get blown up, which is exciting. Yeah, because yeah, I want to say in the latest version of the map, the rocket side, the missile silos open. Yes, they see have the nuke sitting oh, in the okay. uh, so missile silo. For, for, really for cool. anyone familiar with the uh, Verdansk map, at various points there are these big, almost like statues. For some reason, the statues always look like the awards you get at the Game Awards. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, like there's one in the Snowy Mountains, just just north of military base. Uh, there's one down like south of sort of like Promenade in in like the hills. They have essentially like split in half and opened up, and there are missile silos right. inside there. Um, and so yeah, they're gonna nuke for Dansk at some point, and uh, and we'll get some sort of Cold War inspired map to to run around in instead, which will be fun. Which is great. Like I love them doing this sort of stuff because they also introduced the shipwreck as well, which is the new thing near prison yeah. as a ship. And the but, zombies on it. But then what I like about... Um, it, does it have, doesn't have zombies on it in the normal Royale mode, right? I, I haven't gone there. Someone told me it did because there are these weird red circles on the map. But we've only ever gone there when... We literally had a match last night where the first circle just cut off the shipwreck. And we were like, right. we knew people were going to land there. So we landed at uh, the uh, port... Uh, uh, fucking stocked up, got a load out, and then just held people trying to get off the ship. Nice. <laughs> well, that that's no. Oh, well, I didn't realize there were zombies on it. If there are, because that kind of leads to what there we might were not. The there other. might not be. I, 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 someone okay. told me it's, oh, it's scrawled off on the map. Shipwreck yes. is scrawled off in red. So I want that that maybe. But then you do get to. It's, it could have been interesting had they not nuked Verdansk. The question could have been: Is the is there going to be a zombie? Battle Royale mode where the zombies come off the ship and then take over. No one wants that. No one. It's what it's Call of Duty. Yeah, because you like zombies, but it's Call of Duty's answer to everything. Like when every time Call of Duty gets bored, they're like, "What if there were zombies?" And it's like <laughs> we're over it. That's not what people want from their Warzone, in yeah. my opinion. Keep, keep it for your Halloween uh, special mode. Exactly. Exactly. But then, so one one thing that Warzone always does, of course, it feels like every week at the moment is they drop an update, and the update is annoyingly large and. Weirdly, I had one yesterday, which wasn't... I haven't played for a little while. I've um, so played a few days before, so they they put an update up. One point, it, something point three three, I think. Point three yes. Three. Uh, but bizarrely, it told me that I needed to clear 107 gig of space on my PlayStation 5, which mm. is infuriating. Yep. I had 80 gig of space mm-hmm. on my PlayStation 5. So I was like, what's going on? Made some space, and the update took 10 minutes. So it didn't <laughs> yeah. need the space. That update was, was a few, to, the update was a few hundred megabytes. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. why have I had to delete something else just to update it? But one of the things in the update, which was interesting, was they've made, and it came with an, 
announcement thing, you can now much more selectively decide what to install for Warzone and what not to, and it gives you a whole list, a menu list of texture pack one, texture pack two, campaign for this, campaign for that, part of this, part of that. So they've really, they're really obviously trying to address the size of that game and how it installs yeah, and but everything. But that's all cool and all, but why don't they just fucking fix their compression and fix their fucking... <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's almost like fucking putting a Band-Aid on a leaky ship. It is annoying because I don't have the campaign installed. I don't have multiplayer installed. I didn't install the <laughs> uh, the zombie, the free zombie thing. Yeah. And it's still like 100 gig. Yeah. So, okay. Well, look, fellas, you'll, you'll be happy to hear that PlayStation have come out saying, hey, you know, expandable storage is coming in the summer. Please, come faster. God, God, I, I, I said it on the Discord when we were chatting about it. I was like, just do it now. Just do it now. Why wait? That would be nice. Just do it now. Just because they said something about um, they need to be able to push out an update which will improve the fans' speeds or some shit because they're worried about overheating with another like uh, internal SSD. Right. But it's just kind of like, come on, fellas, just just fucking do it already. You know uh, what you need. You know what you I'm, need to I do. Know. Do you know what? I'm going to step in here and say. Only do it when you know it won't break anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they don't need fair. to take any risks. Here. Yeah, that's 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 fair. That's a fair point. Well, this week I've been playing some more of the Outriders demo, um, ah. which, if you follow me on Twitter at Super Show Jonesy, will not surprise anyone because I've posted a couple of times because of the fun I have been having uh, in that game. Um, did you, so, did uh, you manage quality. to? Did you manage to play some games with uh, Martin Ruffle of the Just Interesting podcast? I did. So I finished a playthrough with Jamie. Um, we talked about last week where we'd started and we'd played not very much, had we? We'd sort of um, put a bit into it. But then we managed to finish off the demo, get to the end of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I was playing as the Devastator, which is the tank class. Um, wanted to play through as a new type. So I started again as the Trickster class, which is uh, a close range, like assassin class. So they're, the point of them is to um, nip in, kill people and get out. Um, and for people that haven't been following it, Outriders has a health regeneration system, which is very largely based around the class of the character you're playing as. So as a tank, as the Devastator, you heal up if you kill people in close proximity to yourself. Ah, the, right, same yeah. with the, the same with the Trickster. So the idea of the Trickster is you you sort of sneak in, um, execute, and then you get the health and then you can sort of like get out again. Um, then the Pyro Pyromancer class, you get health if you kill people that you've set on fire with one of your fire skills. Um, and then the only one I'm not sure about is the, is it, I can never remember what it's called, the Technomancer. Is that what it's called, Jamie? The one you yeah. played through us? Yeah, I think it's called the, it's, it's the something Mancer, all right? Is it it Mancer, Technomancer? The Romancer. Something. Yeah. All right. But that gets health from, like, kills distance, right? It, well, no, not even distance. I think it's just you get a percentage of the damage you output back as health. Right. But it's kind of a support class, so it has a proximity mine slash grenade, a turret, ah, right, yeah. um, and a kind of rocket barrage. So it's things that can like be popped behind cover and do some amount of offensive work for you so you could yeah. retreat or reposition. But it's meant to so be a long-range support gadget-based uh, class. So effectively it's just all tied to the numerous skills... Of the characters, yeah. I guess, right? Yeah. And yeah, and then each character has eight skills um that they can perform, but you can only have three uh on to be activated at any one time. You can hot swap skills in a battle, but it's probably something you're not gonna do much of because you'd have to go into a menu to do it. You, right, I mean you yeah. might do it, but but no, so so um after playing some 
before the podcast last week, had a, got to play a lot more and actually got into the meat of what that game is going to play like. And yeah, like really enjoyed it. It's a it's a very good loot trawler. Um, it has, we were talking about um, the world tier system a lot, actually, with me and Martin and talking about how it's very much like, um, what's your game, Chris? Your Diablo. Diablo. Oh, Diablo, yeah, yeah. Uh, whereby you can do rerun the same thing again and again, and you can turn the difficulty up through world tiers. I think there's one to fifteen world tiers, and it gives you oh wow okay loot loot like better loot, better unlocks, yeah, makes things harder, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, but no, really enjoying it. Um, the tricksters a quality class as well that I've been playing through as. Although I am still thinking that I'm going to play that game properly as a devastator because that's just too much fun to get. So you, you reckon you're definitely going to pick it up? I have pre-ordered it. Ah, <laughs> you scumbag! Talking about pre-order bonuses. Yeah, yeah what, what, what bonus did you get with that one, buddy? Uh, I think it is a skin for, or an outfit for the, different outfit for the male and female, and you get a skin for your, your uh, truck and a skin for your uh, couple of the weapons, I believe. So, so I, don't, talking, I can't remember how much we talked about. So all in time, all, but, that's about four skins. Yeah, you don't get much. You don't get much. Um <laughs> But it's no more. It's the same price. It's one of those. <laughs> you know, you don't pay anything extra for it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Cool. Um, to answer your question, Josie, I think when we came on last time, we basically just played like you don't need played. You, you don't need played what you streamed, right? Like yeah, you basically like, you played much. about half an hour of the po- after the ability so the uh, the uh, class select screen. Yeah, because the demo yeah. only dropped like what five hours before we started getting the podcast. We, together, we had to watch the yeah. PlayStation thing. Yeah, like two hours after it dropped. So, but the, the the one thing about this game is, it, which idea. is a problem that I think all games suffer from, and we suffer from, is that you can play out a demo, you play a bit of it, and you're like, oh, if they do X, Y, Z, which looks like what they're alluding to with the trailer, <clears throat> this could be a real a phenomenal game with a great yeah. campaign and a really enjoyable um, drop in, drop out co op experience that you can play with friends or with randoms if you really wanted to. But the question about how that all implements is is a is still massively open. Um, so Jamie was telling me, because I didn't, I didn't know, but the, the way that that game's set up is that you have like a four, because you're an outrider, right? So your whole thing is that you're trying to push the boundaries of where you exist um, on this planet and there's sort of like this perpetual war going on. But you draw, you have a truck, which is your base of operations, and you can customise it um, to quite a large degree. One of the skins you get with the uh, pre-order. Um, and then that is like your four One of the four base. skins? One of the four skins. So you, that is your forward operating base. Uh, and then you can sort of go to a new area and then you do missions in that area and then you go to another area and do missions in that area. But how varied they really are. Like the trailers make it look incredible, but I think we're going to be a little bit let down. But the, the gameplay... Wait, in terms of stuff, in terms of variety? In terms of variety, like the, some of the trailers show snowy environments, jungle environments, like loads of different types of enemies, this all inc- sort of crazy over the top, like lore of this world. I don't think we're going to see half that personally in the, in the actual game um, because it just seems like too much. I don't, I don't, maybe I'm wrong. Um, but a lot of fun, a very derivative game. Like I shared a picture on my Twitter and someone responded and said they thought it was Destiny. Like it looks <laughs> so, the menus look so similar to Destiny. Yeah, you, um, you said it last week, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's, but it's a, it's a wicked game. It's Gears of War, Destiny, um, and like a few other things all rolled into one. And it's, and it's cool. So far, I'm really enjoying it. Um, nice. But I did also pick, start playing something else because I watched Robin of uh, Just Interesting play some Rocket League. 
and it really made me want to play more Rocket League. So I downloaded <laughs> that and, and uh, I've been back in the arena. Yeah. Head in balls. Jesus. Wow. How's, that, so, how's, it, how's that been going for you? Do you know what? Really good, actually. I'd never done the ranked matches before and I thought I'd hop in and do some ranked stuff. Um, what, did you get like, destroyed? With, 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 with random teammates as well? Yeah, yeah, just all random people, yeah. So you can just hop, because when you go into that game, you can choose to do, you know, yeah. casual or, or the competitive stuff. And I'm not very good, like I haven't played it for a long time, but it was, it's, there's something I quite liked about playing with people that are slightly better. Some of the casual games are a little bit too, Jesus Christ, everyone's running around like they've don't know how to do anything and it's just a bit of a mess. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was going to ask what the matchmaking is like in that thing because are you, it's just like, there must be some form of match. All games have some form of matchmaking, but is it kind of yeah, like... Yeah, for sure there is, yeah. I think the casual isn't. I don't think there's matchmaking in the casual side of it. But then when you play the ranked matches, you play 10 games and then it ranks you. It ranks it you, yeah. It puts you in, yeah. A, in a lobby. So I was, I don't even know. I, I read it and I laughed at myself because I was like, I bet I'm the bottom rank. <laughs> but Because it, it was like gold, you're gold t- three, tier three. And I thought, they've obviously called it that to make you think, oh, I'm in gold, but gold three, <laughs> tier three could be the bottom. And then it could yeah. be all the way up to platinum one or diamond one. Or yeah, so, yeah. I, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not by any stretch good at Rocket League, but... Okay, but no, did you hold your it. own? Did you hold your own? That's the I hold my own. I, am, I play Rocket League like I play football in that I don't have much skill, but when I go for it, boy, do I go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, do, I get quite a few of those epic saves, which is a good feeling, you know, smashing the ball out of the yeah. last second and pissing off the other team, which is great. Good stuff. Oh, decent. Yeah. If if I was playing Rocket League with you guys, do you think I'd get flamed because I w- was, I'm not able to touch the ball? Probably. Not from, not from what I've played recently. No, I, I'd, I'd flame him 100%. Oh, right, oh yeah. yeah. This is but true. No, I've, I played with a few, quite a few people that, are probably on your sort of level. Uh, so. every, every every time Chris let a goal and I'd just spam, nice save, nice save, nice save. Wow, yeah, great. That's the kind G-G. of Rocket League player I am. G- yeah, GG easy, right? No, just, <laughs> yeah. just GG, no easy. Just GG, no easy. But we're right, polite right. boys, we're polite boys. Polite boys? Change change our channel name, the Polite Boys. <laughs> I, right. I thought, I, I might do, I might stream some Rocket League because I've uh, I've been enjoying it a lot, and I thought it's one of those you can sort of sit down, plug in, and play. And it's uh... fellas, fellas. I mean, more so than I am, most definitely. You guys are set up to stream in the best fucking possible way. Just, just stream. Just do it. Crit- I, okay, I, Chris I, can, I can think. Not- I can think of at least one thing that stops me from doing that at the whenever I want. Well, not whenever Work. you want, but you know. Yeah, I was going right. to say so like, oh, weird I'm, fine. I'm unemployed. Okay, oh, big deal. For people, I, I, for, I didn't say for anything. people that don't know, <laughs> literally, like behind this are my stairs, and there is where my two toddlers sleep. <laughs> so yeah, that that stops me streaming a reasonable amount. <laughs> also, they're here all day. So uh, yeah. until that's not the case, it's a bit difficult. I get it. I get it. Well, I'll I, tell have, you what, I, I have to I have to work in the evenings because I have to pretend I'm working while I'm recording podcasts during the day. <laughs> hey, life is tough deal with it uh the but, reason but, but, i'm, I'm not the, the one complaining <laughs> the school's open recent uh, or gonna open next week so actually so i'm oh. hoping that i'll be able to do some more streaming soon. oh yeah jo- jonesy's life is about to change and you know all that's gonna all that's gonna change in his daily routine he'll just jerk off more yeah <laughs> sleep more in that <laughs> yeah yeah play more uh, rocket league 
But yeah, guys, uh, talking about streaming uh, and what I've been doing in the past week. <laughs> talking about, what, talking about streaming, yeah. Talking about jerking off. Um, I streamed on Monday, I streamed some Titanfall 2 single player. Yes. Because why the fuck I love, not? Do you know what I love about Chris's streams is often you don't know if you're going to get like a, just a normal stream or if you're going to get like a retro stream. <laughs> Chris loves a retro stream. No. J- I missed it, but I missed the Titanfall 2 stream. I was so annoyed. I looked to them. Do you know what it said? Yeah, the, the VOD's there. Sorry? The VOD's there, so go check it out. Should, should, I, I would check it out. I will. Do you know what I love about Chris's stream? It's actually technically the thing that happens a little bit before Chris's stream, which is when Chris, <laughs> you know, being the good influencer that he is, puts out a poll on his Twitter to ask people which game he should play. And every time I look at the poll, I'm like, okay, that's the, Chris, that's the game Chris wants to play. That's the yeah, game Chris I- doesn't want to play. And these are the ones he doesn't care about. Which okay, one so, do you think? Which one do you think I vote for? Okay, so so every uh, time, uh, uh, yeah, you fuck. <laughs> the, the, the the options I gave were uh, Curse of the Dead Gods, Valheim, um, Titanfall Two single player, and Dota. Because I mean, yeah, Dota—it's just what I do. And yeah, there was a there was a time that Valheim was fucking acing it, and I was like. Fuck, man. This guy. <laughs> this, you know yeah. what? I nearly voted Valheim. I, I didn't vote, and I should have voted Valheim. Uh, I've, I, the, yeah, the reason I vote Valheim is because I just feel like there's... The, I, maybe it's just this, the relationship we have, but I just want to see you play something that I know isn't your kind of game, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Well, this is why I was so apprehensive about it. I, I kind of... Like, I would have done it, for sure, but thank goodness uh, Titanfall 2 took the lead, and I, I'm quite happy about that. Because uh, Titanfall 2, fucking... Guess what, fellas? Still a great looking game, still plays great, and just overall fucking the best Fantastic FPS. I, some people have said it's the best <laughs> FPS game ever, but you know. At least one I know of. <laughs> um, but yeah, the thing about Valheim though is like, I, I, like that whole fucking. It's like Minecraft and when you guys were playing Grounded, that whole craft this thing to build this material to craft the next thing. I, I don't like that. And I understand Valheim's not entirely all about that, but it's a big chunk. I just, I just don't think I could, like, if we're doing a multiplayer and I could just divert the attention by running around, then that would be cool. But if I'm Joy. doing it on, if I'm doing a solo, fucking no, it'll be just the most. the The, the thing that would stop me from ever doing it is, I think it would make for the mo- the dullest fucking stream. But but right. then you've got like Steph who's been streaming it like five times a week for like three weeks now <laughs> and can't can't get enough of it. But I guess as well with with Steph, so he's stuck with it, right? And fair play to him. But once you get to a certain point, we've got I've got all this shit. Then it's like, okay, cool. You you can make fun shit happen, you know. And, and Steph also plays with his friends, you know, um, so they can all hop on a long boat and fucking jerk each other off or whatever it is. But we can't do that because how often do we ever have time to kind of synchronize? Very very seldom, right? For games these days. Well, that that's yeah. what I was going to say about like games like um, Aliens, uh, the new Aliens game that they've the trailer for. Yeah. And games or versus games like Valheim, if you can drop in, have an experience in 40 minutes with a few other mates, yeah, yeah, and you can have the full experience. The problem with a game like Valheim or like uh, Ark or any of these sorts of like long term survivalist games is in order to experience the main mechanics of the games, you have to put so much time into them. So that's Dude, why I don't really go for them. I all you know. got to do is log back into our fucking Minecraft server and go look at my house, which is just a cave with a bed. <laughs> I, I don't even know what I bet my house has been bulldozed over by now yeah I, I think mine, mine's probably been demolished as well nah, I think they're both probably intact probably <laughs> yeah 
But yeah, look, so I played Titanfall 2. I fucking love that game, fellas. And I'm going to, thankfully, it's not a long game, so I can finish it in, like, say, the next two streams. Uh, but that was really cool. Uh, got my first uh, tip donation, as it were. Oh, so, yeah. nice. What, to your, to, you set it up to PayPal? Uh, no, SE Pay, which is Stream Elements. Oh, blimey. Yeah. Very nice. Because they've, they've got, like, some shit called Claim Back Protection or something. I don't know, fucking whatever. Big wank. I'm not doing it for the money, but it's always fun to like <laughs> be like, hey, someone's fucking giving you cash. It helps. Uh, but yeah, yeah it, it, it does kind of make me feel very... I think my settings are a little bit screwed up because lately when I've been streaming, my frame rate has been dipping uh, quite substantially. Not necessarily in my games, but just the stream itself. So I've got, I got to tinker around a bit. But it does make mm. me kind of think like, God damn it, I need, to, I need to just get a PC and stop with this laptop business. But anyway, other than that, Could've I haven't played... <laughs> Yeah. Well, I always knew it, but you know, my financial situation is not there. That's why those tips help. <laughs> all those, all those measly bits that Peaswater and Martin send me, you know, they, they are, they're, I'm accumulating them, fellas. And wow. in the year, in the year 2028, I will be able to afford a motherboard. So I'm That's looking fine. forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, Titanfall two. I fucking love that game, fellas. And. uh that's all I've been playing. I haven't been playing Dota. I haven't even been playing uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. Uh, I've been watching a lot of TV. Finished The Patriot, which I mentioned last week on um, on the pod on Amazon Prime. Really fucking good show. Uh, cannot recommend it highly enough. But other than that, I don't know. I think... Can I just get, give a, a, a little bit of an aside? When it comes to recovering from COVID, like as badly as I got it, it's it's tough to be a motivated for anything, but b to actually have the energy once you find the motivation. My right, my energy right. levels are like so fucking low, dudes. Like the other day, I think I got maybe an, an accumulation of about twelve hours of sleep in a day, and when I woke <laughs> wow. up for that last time, I was just like, I I'm I'm waking up exhausted. How is this happening to me? That but that happens to me as well. Like when you if you sleep too long, you feel terrible. Yeah, but it wasn't twelve hours in one go. And I can tell you that prior to that, if I slept 12 hours in one go, I'd feel like a fucking a million, a million bucks because <laughs> it hardly ever happens. But yeah, it was, it was kind of like between three different kind of sleeps and I got 12 hours in a decent time frame. And I just feel like trash. It's ridiculous. Hopefully right. it, it'll, you know, dissipate. But yeah, you know, uh, twitch.tv forward slash hot panic. It's a good time. That's all I'm saying. Watch Chris it. sleep on stream. Yeah, I think I might stream... Tomorrow, but at the time of this podcast going up, probably yesterday, uh, stream during the day because I did it last week mm. and uh, I felt pretty good about it and I'd like to try it again. Also, because fuck it, I'm unemployed and uh, people aren't hiring. I'll tell you that much. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it for the, the wrap up, right? I mean, unless you guys want to talk about how great Titanfall 2 is. No? Uh, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I love that game, but. <laughs> You know, uh, do you know what? Like, yeah, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with Jonesy. Where like, for some reason, I, I don't, I don't know if I want to go back and play more Titanfall Two. I, I don't need to play the Titanfall Two ever again. Nah. Um, I kind of, I liked like, it. I, I, yeah. I, I loved it, and I wanted to go back into it. But then I, when I got back into it, I was like, holy shit! Why didn't I do this earlier? I cared about the uh, multiplayer way more than the single player. That's the other thing yeah. about my relationship yeah. with Titanfall Two. Yeah. Multiplayer was I dope. Love- I love single player elements to games, but then I do. You guys have this thing that you quite that reaching the end is almost a relief, and you then feel like I don't want to go. I don't want to start that get again and go through certain like, games for sure. But I think I think that's why 
I love games like Titanfall where it's like, hey, if you rush it, you can do it in six hours. Oh, yeah, sure. There's some games where it's the length just prohibitively long. Yeah. It's, there's something about like playing a game that even, so take for example, like, uh, I, I don't even know, let's say, um, or ha, let's say Last of Us Part 2, right? 25 yeah. hour long campaign. Loved it. Thought it was an emotional roller coaster. Thought it was an incredibly well made, well written, everything game. The idea of starting that game again and like seeing that first <laughs> bit where Abby's running through the away from yeah. him and Joel yeah. saves, I'm like, no, I don't want to do it again. It was a relief to reach the oh, end of that story. Interesting. I have no desire to so, just go, I'm back here again. For <laughs> some reason, I could, I probably could play The Last of Us 2 again. Maybe not anytime soon, but I could see myself doing it one day. Like, even just hearing you describe the early Abbey sections again, I'm like, yeah, I could do that. But I think that's also maybe I could because... Do it in the future, maybe. I could do it in five years' time or something. Yeah, but also, don't underestimate the fact that, like... You guys completed The Last of Us 2 over the course of, what would you say, Jonesy? How, weeks, yeah, months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was like six weeks. I think it was about six uh, weeks. And I'm so. pretty sure I did it in a, I think it was about three or four days. Yeah. So, like, for me, it I guess when it's more condensed like that, I'm more likely to forget certain parts of it or, like, not have yeah. maybe as succinct memories of them, right. those sequences. I guess and, you don't have the time to let the game cool on you, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, like, a game that I should absolutely really want to replay, God of War, uh, especially now it's been given a patch for the for yeah. improvements on the PlayStation 5, is something I look at. Every time I look at it, I'm like, ah, do I, I really see, play God of War? I'd... I'm with you on God of War as well, because the idea of going back to, like, no-powered Kratos at the beginning of that and then having to level up and stuff again is also a little bit like, I See, don't necessarily want to do but that. But you, you could do New Game Plus. Uh, we, yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, you could do New Game Plus, I guess, yeah. Come yeah. On, no, no, it, that's, that's not it for me. It's not a power thing for me. It's more just like a it's a time commitment and uh, how does the story play out second time yeah. around and, like, are there low points or lulls? Like, you've got to, there, like, there, I, there was I, one lull. I remember the, the one major lull in Which that was game. the lull for you? It was more thematic lull than anything okay. else, and that was when um, Atreus kind of starts turning, as it were, and his oh, bad right, right. sides yeah. coming out, you know? And that was yeah. like a thematic kind of like, a, whoa, 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 I feel like a section of the game is missing at this point. Right. Because it's, it's just kind of jumped it a bit. But yeah, anyway, I, I, I think if they... Like, let, let's put it this way. If we get a Ragnarok trailer with a launch date, I'm probably going to jump straight back into God of War and play it again. Interesting. Like, yeah, let's fucking get amped about it, you know? Refresh your memory. Yeah. I could dip if back I have a play PS5. a little bit. I could play, like, sections of that game, but I wouldn't want to play the whole thing again. I don't think. Wow, yeah, interesting, man. Right. Very interesting. Interesting, indeed. Well, we don't have to worry about God of War Ragnarok <laughs> happening anytime soon, so... Yeah, not, not in this century, fellas. Definitely, no, no, definitely, definitely not 2021. Yeah. I guess the only other thing that I want to catch up is, look at this fucking hair. Look at this. This is, this is getting, this is getting out of hand. Was that, was that what you intended for that sentence or was that just, was that a diversion? <laughs> what do you mean? But was that actually the other thing you want to catch up on was hair? Do you want to do a hair prop- check? Again, again, he wanted to do a double hair check in one episode. It's long. <laughs> I won't lie. It's long. <laughs> All right. Pokemon Direct. Now, <laughs> now, I am not a Pokemon dude, so I'm going to defer to our resident Pokemon fucking nerd, Jamie. Jamie, let, t- hit us with the lowdown of this Direct, okay? Um, because I, I'll I try think my some, best. Some people are happy and some people are maybe a bit a bit cooled on it. Um, okay, I'll, I'll try my best. I, I don't... 
I don't think I'm, I don't consider myself a Pokemon expert. I want to say that up front. That's I like never my... said you're a Pokemon expert. You good, you're good, a po- good. A fucking Pokemon nerd. I don't think I'm that either. Like <laughs> I'm kind of I, I have very surface level ideas of what all these things are. But I guess uh, going in order of release, shall we? Uh, yeah. And also the order that they were shown off in this sort of Pokemon Direct, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah. First up was Pokemon Snap, which is a kind of a follow up to the N64 Classic, which sees you going through courses, if you will, uh, and environments and different biomes on rails uh, and taking photos of Pokemon. And they sort of like outline some of the mechanics that we are familiar with from the original, which is like, hey, you can use certain items and objects to coax the Pokemon into certain behaviors or to come out of hiding spots to get rare photos. You're going to get graded on your photos based on sort of uh, what the Pokemon are doing when you take them almost Dead Rising style? I don't know. Um, And, of course... I think it would be great to see uh, Aliens' uh, Aliens spin-off of Pokemon Snap. You know what? Yeah. You threw an an apple at a Xenomorph and caught it doing a backflip, so you got an an S ranking for that one. Um, Yeah, and I I guess the the other thing I remember from from the stream, which, of course, is... uh, has to be the case because it's 2021 is that obviously now you're sharing your uh, uh your photos with other people which yeah for obvious reasons couldn't have been a a feature of the n64 version of the game but is now but, happening. yeah basically what it means is prepare your twitter timelines to only ever see fucking pokemon snaps for a little while yeah it feels like it's gonna be that way doesn't it <laughs> yeah yeah um but i don't know like i thought that's gonna be just like that's just it's almost like a stopgap both for Pokemon and for Nintendo. Like, uh, people are looking forward to it, I'm sure. But um, yeah, uh, yeah it's just going to net them millions and millions of dollars for like the know. most boring it's, game you've ever played. It's it's got it's got a cult following for sure. But I yeah, I don't think it's going to fucking. It's going to sell gangbusters. Come on, man! Switch these days. It's like anything Switch does turns to gold. And it's well, anything, at the end of the any, day, like you're playing an on rails game where you take photos of Pokemon. Yeah. Like to be fair, anything Switch, anything Pokemon, it's fucking the gold, the golden duo, right? My my wife smiled when I said that. Like she is into Pokemon. Are you? What are you saying? Would you play Pokemon Snap? Would you take? Would you play a game where you take pictures of Pokemon on rails? So as you're going around environments, you can just. Take <laughs> no, she says no. she wouldn't even play it. Fair well, enough. There you go. go. That's that's that seals the deal then. We can go. already uh, forecast the 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 uh, how well this failure. game is going to perform. Failure. All right, so epic so failure. Pokemon Snap because my thing's gone crazy. Oh, Pokemon there he is. Snap. There, there you is. go, Mister White Balance, just showing off his dual sense. Hey, do you guys have a P- PS5? Josie does. <laughs> you know who doesn't? I have a toggle down this here guy. that I can. I turn my screen blue on purpose and then I hold it. <laughs> that would that'd be so funny if it was true. Just to just to remind people. Um, <laughs> The the next set of games again, just focusing on the sort of the major game announcements and not like things like a weird digitalized version of Post Malone singing in a concert. Um, <laughs> the next game announcements were something that people uh, expected and saw coming, not just because they were kind of like leaked and rumored here or there, but also just because it continues the lineage of this happening in the Pokemon series, which is hey, they're remaking their classic games again. Uh, this time, the games that are up are the the two thousand and seven hits from the Nintendo DS. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, which are now being renamed Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl for the sake of these remakes. Um, that's, and, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that's quite a substantial change, Jamie. 
I, I for one, am up in arms with this. I can't, I can't, I can't wait till we replace you with brilliant Chris and shining Jonesy. <laughs> just, just the step up in quality, you know. What is um, so one thing that with um with the remakes of Diamond and Pearl would. I didn't play Diamond and Pearl originally. They the graphics have had a pretty big overhaul, right? In this remake, they look mm. very different. They're very mm, yeah. cutesy and almost like weirdly uh, well animal crossing was, in some strange yeah, way. It's like very much a, a chibi take on on all of well, it, right? Th- this I think this is where what the issue we're kind of running into, right? Is that to a certain extent, it, you're always trying to remake a game with the knowledge and the ability you have technologically speaking at that point in time. And that's yeah. been changing a lot sort of like over the years. And we're now reaching the point where again, you go back and look at the GB and GBA and, and Nintendo DS Pokemon games. They always had a strange thing. It wasn't as noticeable in the, the original art style, but like they always had giant heads, for example, relative to their bodies. They yeah. so because it had to be right. Yeah, yeah. What, what they've done here with this remake is they've said, Hey, we've got, you know, Technically, we can make something that's 3D and very pretty and stuff like that. But in order to remain um, true to the kind of almost the perspectives and the, I, I, I don't know how, what word to use, but the, the look Faithful. of the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you kind of had to go in this direction. And it looks a bit weird, especially because I think in the battle system, um, everything <laughs> is correctly proportioned. But like the whole chibi big head thing is just a kind of a slightly overly cutesy interpretation of what the originals look like in a 3d format in my opinion yeah um i don't know i'm not a huge fan of the look i'll be honest uh but um well are you a fan of the the games diamond and pearl uh again like it's it's not like a blank spot necessarily in in uh in my uh sort of like pokemon history um but it's a, it, we get it. You're getting into the era now when you're talking about Diamond and Pearl, uh, where I kind of stopped remembering them super well. Is what right, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, the DS, the again, the DS era. Weirdly enough, I came back into it in the 3DS era, uh, like X and Y. I remember like very well, for example. But like the whole kind of like the black and white era, for example, um, like that. That's kind of in this weird middle ground for me where I think I was probably going through a few mood swings, you know, hormones were firing off and I was a bit like, <laughs> maybe I don't play Pokemon anymore. And then I had to become an adult to realize, Hey dude, you could, you're totally allowed to play Pokemon if you want to. <laughs> um, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Uh, so, but I'm looking forward to replaying them and, and seeing what I do and don't remember and so on and so forth. But um, I guess the only other thing to note about these remakes uh, that ties nicely into the, big feel reveal and the big finish of the uh of the stream itself is that these remakes are not being developed by game freak who are the kind of the de facto developers of pretty much all things pokemon certainly when it comes to the handheld series uh being developed by ilka i believe they're called who worked on pokemon home which was kind of the weird it was an ios thing it was a switch thing that let you store your pokemon and transfer them between different games uh the reason being is that it turns out game freak I've been working on something else that I hadn't even really seen rumoured. Like, it's an obvious step, but this kind of caught me uh, by surprise. Um, it caught a lot of people by surprise, yeah. Yes, so Game Freak are working on a game called Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, Arceus being the name of the legendary Pokemon in this game. And it is essentially a Breath of the Wild-inspired open-world 3D Pokemon game. Um, that goes beyond anything they did, for example, in the the wild areas in uh, in Sun and Moon, um, 
or Sword and Shield, I should say. Sword and Shield, I should say. Oh, sword, yeah. yeah, Sword and Shield, um, the wild area where you can go and... Yeah. It's more three, 3D and you can move the camera around and stuff, yeah. This feels like it's taking that on a whole other level and even seems to be flirting with ideas of, like, okay, what if we shied away from the traditional JRPG format of, like, activating a battle when you got in range of a Pokemon? We saw what almost looked to be, like, like completely, uh, like... They, they were basically, like, aiming and throwing Pokeballs, like, manually. Like, yeah. like Link throwing a rock, you know? Like, it was like... so. Someone said it, it was like... Um... And apparently the, it is an inspiration is uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake battle system, right? Where you're in this area. Okay, Final Fantasy VII was an open world, but you're in this area. The creatures are there. Mm. Previous Final Fantasies, you walk up to them, screen would shatter. You go into another area, fight these things in a turn-based battle, and then get your XP and leave. Whereas what they've changed it with is, hey, you just walk around and you beat the shit out of each other. And you can just carry on, and you know all that shit just happens seamlessly. Yeah, it's, it's super intriguing, super intriguing. And I guess yeah. like the, the the only thing is, a lot of people would have wanted this for a long time. Some people will go as far as saying they probably went their entire lives wanting this, and then yeah. making it. I yeah. wonder if those people are going to be satisfied with the results. Kind of it's feel that. Every- yeah, it's sorry, a weird one. Like I, I don't think. So I'm one of those people that's like, oh. Uh, a- pokemon game where you get to actually throw the balls walk around the fighting is more um, intuitive and isn't so turn-based i think that's uh, you know sounds really cool but this it did seem a little off in this trailer like it didn't seem like there's still things that didn't seem quite right well they didn't um, show a lot did they no they they, they they showed like throwing pokeballs and they showed how you can like do a dodge roll but they, <clears throat> they didn't really show off much of the battling did they no they didn't no. just show a, they didn't showed show a any of it yeah. They showed some shots of um, like angles, but I don't think you actually got to see much. Yeah, yeah. It, it it was also just the strange thing of like there are some uh, screenshots you can look at from that trailer and stuff like that where you can see these huge, huge, like massive open areas, which are like kind of impressive in scale, if not in terms of actual visual fidelity. Which hey, Nintendo <laughs> Switch, Pokemon, like it is what it is. But you kind of want yourself like, hang on a second, like. <laughs> If the only thing standing between like me and say that mountain over there are like small herds of different Pokemon, is that is that enough to do? Like you again, yeah. you 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 yeah. go back to something like Breath of the Wild, which had that world, but it was also like okay, like and let, let but if Breath of the Wild was just hey, you've got our combat system and you can run around fighting people, and if it didn't have say like the temples or the villages and like the, and yeah. a, or like, like actual quests and stuff like that, or even, even like, like is this that game going to have system? Right, exactly. Like all kinds of systems, really. Like and like yeah. we don't even know if this game's going to have gyms because, of course, technically speaking, it's it's a prequel. Like it's like a really it's an old timey Pokemon game for whatever whatever you want to call it. Like, well, you see, it's more what are you doing? It? Like what see, what. I don't know. It goes further than that, I think, Jamie. From what I was, from what I understood from it, is like you're the one exploring to find, to explore these areas and find these Pokemon for the very first time, which seems really weird because then it's like, yeah. well, how are you going to be fighting other people with Pokemon? So you're surely not going to be right if you're yeah. the one exploring and discovering. Yeah. It also then implies that like this could be a Pokemon title that predates the existence of the Pokédex, which is then like you're okay, building the first one. So but then, the the but then it's like, how do you do, how do you know like how many Pokemon there are to collect and like when you're done? You don't. 
Like, for that's the thing. Like, what if what if you're creating the first, well? Obviously, that's the other thing. Like, you you think of recreating the Pokemon decks. You think of the original 150 or whatever you want to call it. But like, this is set in the Sinnoh region, so this isn't even that set of Pokemon. This is a different set of Pokemon. So this is building know. the first ever Pokedex in a region that you've never seen, so you don't know how many there. Yeah, well, no, you have you, you've, you've seen it before, but it's just not the the classic one. It's not the right. Yeah. not the red blue one. Um, it it also doesn't like. I don't know. It, I know you said, oh, it's on the Switch hardware, but you compare like for like um, Breath of the Wild with this, and Breath of the Wild just looks so much better. And it's even even yeah. more startling when you consider that, hey, Breath of the Wild was originally a Wii U game. Yeah. It's crazy. Right? Ported, I, I, ported I, to the Switch for the launch of the Switch, so very little yeah, like yeah. hardware familiarity. And And I kind of feel that like... It's mad. I kind of feel that every time Pokemon tries to do something or, or something new and Game Freak try to do something new, even if it's what Pokemon fans want, the fact that or the way that Game Freak do it, Pokemon fans are like, nah, this is not how it, this is not how it should be. And they get kind of angry about it. I, I mean, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but that's the feeling. I think Sword and Shield did a good job of being what, like, what people wanted. I don't think it went far enough, but I yeah. think the reception to that was pretty, pretty decent and people liked the steps and the strides that were made. Um, yeah, in that, like I've, well, I'm playing in that at the moment, or my my four year old is playing it, which means I'm playing it, um, <laughs> and uh, I think that's it was a, it was a lot of steps forward. But this is this weirdly, as you said, it doesn't look good. It looks pretty. If the trailers what you know to go by, uh, hold on. I mean, it it looks fine. I, d- I mean, I don't know if it does. I, I, I genuinely uh, looked and was like, this looks a bit shit. <laughs> I, I, the, th- the thing is, like, not to sort of like uh, contradict what Jonesy said, but I identify as someone who, uh, as like a lifelong Pokemon fan, didn't get what I wanted out of Sword and Shield. Um, I, I found them to be slightly underwhelming, if anything. But I don't look at this trailer as the solution. Yeah. You oh, know? Right. Yeah. Sure. So it's like I, I agree and disagree. Well, are you? Are you? Are you guys? Pokemon game. A Pokemon game. No. Are you? Are you? <laughs> Are you guys excited about Legends, though? Like, the, the potential of it? I mean, obviously the potential oh, could be course. pretty cool, right? In theory, this is... the this is. There was a point in my life where I probably would have identified the type of game that Legends is as the one video game that I wanted, bar none. And I yeah. remember, like, getting close to it. There was a game that came out on the GameCube. Uh, I don't remember the full name of it, but it had XD in the title, which I'm pretty sure. And it was, again, it was... At the time, I felt like it was the closest I'd ever come to some kind of, like, 3D... Open world's a weird word to use because, like, aren't Pokemon games kind of open world already? Like, if you think about it, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. Yeah, but like open ended. I don't even know what word to use. Um, but like, yeah, there was there was a time in my life where this is the only thing I wanted, and now it's happening, and I'm like, ah, uh, okay, Man, mm. you know, game freak. Interesting. Like the wild. The, hey, here's the thing, like. The wild areas, which Jonesy mentioned earlier in Sword and Shield, were areas kind of between cities where the game would momentarily let you have full 3D camera control, run around an open area, and approach Pokemon that you could see from a distance. Um, they weren't great. Like the, the, <laughs> and the, now they, they made a the, game out they, of that. <laughs> they, didn't look, they didn't look great. The framework wasn't great, and they weren't particularly engaging. I didn't think they did as much as I kind of hoped they would for the for sake of the formula. And as, yeah, as Chris, as you just said, they're now making a game out of that, which is kind of like, <laughs> okay. I, yeah. think I, largely, I largely agree with Jamie. Like, as a not a really a Pokemon player, like I tried to get into it. I don't remember with, I think it was with um, Ruby. What was it? 
I don't remember what it was called. Ruby and Sapphire. Oh, Omega Ruby. Omega Ruby, yeah, yeah now for yeah. Sapphire. And thought it was fine, but just we couldn't really get into that gameplay style. Then when I played so um, Let's Go Eevee uh, and was like, okay, this, this looks all right, but again, it's still that sort of weird, limited style of gameplay where every emphasis is on Pokedex, battling, knowing everything about Pokemon because the world is sort of shitty and everything's really simplistic and cartoony. So it doesn't, have, but that doesn't matter because the main thing is like the game because it's like a card game on a on a computer system, yeah. right? That's what yeah, Pokemon's yeah. always been. Yeah. And so I can see where you come up against people like me who want a really solid video game and people who want a really good Pokemon game where almost the aesthetic is the icing on the cake and the technical side and the game mechanic side is where it should be at. And I've, I'm on that line where every every game they come out, which makes it more like a traditional video game, I'm like, this is better than the last one um, because I don't care as much about that. But I can see what Jamie means about like they keep if they're if they push too far down the simplicity route, um, but more toward the visually appealing route. So like the wild areas of Sword and Shield, I thought they were a massive improvement on um some of the earlier games just because you had the freedom of the camera you can see the pokemon in the grass for example you don't have to just constantly bump into shit all the time you can even avoid some battles with people looking at you which is interesting um but for me it's more of a game yeah but then, but then that's such a weird thing like to complement the wild areas for the ability to avoid conflict no no i'm like, saying just in general the because that's not the wild areas necessarily but you you can just it's trying to be more of a this isn't an out and out pokemon game but uh, the I, wild I, areas in that game seems pointless because they are like jamie said they're in between the towns then they're, they're only there as like a almost like an add-on i feel like they were just like a hey look a wild area you could just I, I, you well i, th- I think there's now evidence to suggest that they were an experiment right like they were a oh, test right, they were sure. a test but you but do you know what i mean like you didn't even need to be in them you could you could no. just ignore them and fly from place to place or get on your little bike or whatever it yeah, is and just came yeah, exactly. through them and dodge everything. They were kind of redundant. Um, but then you say to me, do you want more of that if that's the game in general? So it doesn't lock off the camera when you get into a town. I'll be like, yeah, of course, that'd be much better. I don't, I, I, but then I mean, I'm, not a po- but I'm not a Pokemon fan. So, so like Jamie is much more Pokemon fan than I am. So I'd have to, yeah. um, I'd have to say that I'm not the audience. I'm, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I, yes, I just don't think... I think I can see why people want that from Pokemon, but I don't see. I've not seen any evidence to suggest that Pokemon as a franchise or a series benefits from becoming more like other games. If that makes I sense, agree, I agree. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I like, agree with you. This is a this is a twenty five year old series that is that has become as big as it is by being like a basic bitch JRPG to the point where people <laughs> don't even call it a JRPG because it's like, hey, what if all the battles were really easy and you only ever had four moves and you just, like, you know. Yeah. I almost feel like the more I like it, the worse it's probably like the worse the direction it's moving. Well, yeah, because you you haven't because guess what you you haven't like you haven't liked it for the entire history and and since it's got more and more. I don't know. Accessible. I almost use the word gentrified, but yeah. <laughs> you take out. You, it's <laughs> more. I think the more and more you remove the what makes it Pokemon, the more it becomes almost interchangeable with other games. Right, I suppose that's the issue. And like like you said, Jamie, I've never been into it because of what it is. So the more I like it, the less it is what it's supposed to be. Maybe that makes yeah. sense. That, that does make that does make sense. Which is a bit which is weird. Which, hey, and and hey, maybe that's something that they're aware of. Like I I don't think the Pokemon audience is is shrinking by any means, but like this yeah. will appeal to a broad. This will catch a lot of people's eyes, I guess, which is important. And for people whose eyes have been caught or ears have been caught 
uh, by this chat, I guess it's worth noting that they are targeting a release date of early 2022 for Legends Arceus. So that'll be Arceus. 2023. Well, we'll, we'll cool. see. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> so putting early 2022 is a weird shout. Like, hey, bro, you, you, it's March. You can just say 2022. Like, it's chill. Yeah. Like, um, but the uh, remakes, <laughs> uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shiny Pearl, are, are going to come out holiday this year, so around Christmas time. And Pokemon Snap is arriving on April 30th, so not long to go on that. Nice. Lots, right, so of, lots got, of Pokemon I, to look forward to. I've yeah. got a question then, Jamie. And okay. Chris. Okay. What year does Pokemon go full, uh, like, l- real time, no longer turn based, and you almost, um, you almost control the Pokemon yourself in a, you know, hack and slash kind of fashion? <laughs> Never. When does it lose what it is completely and become mm. that? Never. Well, you see, th- this is the interesting thing because Jamie says never. But I remember when it was a Final Fantasy twelve completely ditched the turn based battles, right. and it, guess what? It fucking worked. Like I don't know how you do it in a fucking Pokemon game. Also, I don't care because I don't play Pokemon. But like playing Final Fantasy ten, I was like, this is fucking pinnacle Final Fantasy. The way they've like yeah. coalesced all these systems is fucking great. Final Fantasy twelve came out. I was like, I never knew that I wanted this, but this is now the best thing ever. But here's the th- here's the thing, Chris. Like, can your party in Final Fantasy twelve consist of literally hundreds of uh, <laughs> hundreds of different characters that well, can no, between yeah, them yeah. learn hundreds of different moves and so on and so forth? Hey, hey, I'll tell Even you what. Pokemon from, from, can't do that really. Like, your party's what six maximum, and then your you can have loads more. Storm. Yeah, but Jonesy, it doesn't matter if my active party is six. I could use over. I could use hundreds yeah. of different Pokemon over the course of my time. And if they simplify that, so that for the sake of making it make sense that a quote unquote hack and slash game, they're they're, they're fucked. Hey, no, but Jamie, can... Jamie, if any if any dev could do it, it's, it's Game Freak, right? No, do you know who fucking does it? It's Bandai Namco. When we get fucking <laughs> Pokemon Warriors Age of Pikachu, and they they they, they, they do it again. I can, I can see them do it. Like I could see them having like hundreds of characters that you that have relatively simple moves. No, bro. Like, like, come on. Like, yeah, that's, no, happening. you've just said it yourself. I, I can't see. I can't see it happening. The idea of like, yeah. hey, uh, tackle is now X, and now bite is Y, and thunderbolt is is B. And it's like great. Yeah. You've you, you've done. You've given three moves that Pikachu could have, but now it's like okay, there are literally hundreds and hundreds of other Pokemon at a time where by the time that game comes out, because of services like Pokemon Home, there could be thousands. Thousands of Pokemon for all we fucking yeah. know, they'll and thousands pick a, of moves. A, yeah, but, no, a, a but no, what, what about the trajectory of Pokemon? Suggests they're going to take a step back. Le- again, they literally introduced a paid service to add some kind of continuity between the hundreds of Pokemon that people are collecting, game after game after game. I appreciate the legends might go in a slightly different direction by creating a Pokemon game before the invention of the Pokemon PC or whatever it is, but. <laughs> but, you know, they, don't, they don't put like thousands in every game they just pick like a hundred and something no but I'm saying they're letting people take their Pokemon from one game to another to another to another and eventually there will be I don't know you, I think you can't you can't take all of those Pokemon and say now you control them directly it's just I too think, much I think with the simplification like with Sword and Shield I think they could I could maybe not like going crazy but I don't know I could see them doing it yeah if they could so manage to pull it off Sword and Shield didn't simplify it though like, it, it did it, simplify it, some of the, the battle stuff from the um, you know your range of things you could do. It did seem, well, it seemed How more so? simple from, 
I'm sure that the number of like the the number of moves and stuff you could do seemed more limited, and the number like for example, when you get to the dynamaxing stuff in um, Sword and Shield, you don't have all your moves. You literally have two moves. Yeah, Dynam Dynamax was a new mechanic that's been introduced to one game, and not every Pokemon can do it, and not you can't do it in any in any that's battle. That's still simplification. Though. I no, I think that's an addition. I don't think there's evidence to suggest that the majority of the battles that take place outside of the realms of which Dynamaxing can occur have been made any simpler in a noticeable you, way. If, let's say you take your Pikachu into a Dynamax and then you only now you only have two moves as opposed to four. Yeah, but uh, you, that's that's such a bizarre that's such a bizarre example. That's such a bizarre well, example. Sorry, but you were saying that's, that like, you don't that's like saying like a new Call of Duty game comes out with the exact same suite of options, weapons, classes, modes as the previous Call of Duty game, but there's one new mode in there which is a one v one mode where you can only use two weapons. And me going, look at that mode; they've simplified the whole thing. It's like no, then, the whole other game still exists. But then you, when you're saying about, do what could I see a game where they have battles where it's more, it's been simplified? And I was saying like, I, they they are doing stuff where some elements are more simple. And so could I see them doing it, letting, letting you go, oh, you can have six Pokemon, you can live swap between them as you battle, but the, the actual fighting is more simplified. I don't think that happens as a mainline game ever. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't. I could see it happening, well, man. You, you don't think Dynamax is going to be a game? No, I don't. Put a date on it, James. <laughs> no, no, not Dynamaxing, but, but <laughs> no, I, 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 I've got no idea. Well, they've been going for 25 years and it's taken them quite a while to shift. Let's say it's going to take them another 15 to get to... Uh, quite a while to shift, bro. 25 years and they're technically still making... This is the first year they're not just making the same game uh, like over again. <laughs> that's and, that's and, and they're softening the blow by making the same game over again in the form of remakes of another game. <laughs> that's why I said, let's say 15 years. Oh, well, I'll be dead by then, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I, could, wow. I, don't know, I could see them doing it. I could see them doing it. Because this is the oh, problem well. with the, this is the problem Pokemon have. They can't just keep releasing the same game forever because people will just get bored and they'll get to a point where they're like, "We can't do, we can't make the graphics." There anymore. is, they, there is, been there doing is evidence. Twenty five years, Jones. There's evidence to suggest that that's not as true as you make it sound. <laughs> but let's see where they, they started off, like black and white on a handheld. It looked awful. They've had all that space to, to progress. Now you've got the, the Switch, which is you know a much better system. Everything's in color. They've even got the moving camera. Blah blah blah, and then we say, "How? Like seriously, what can they do for the next twenty-five years? They can't just keep going." Now you're in a new region that looks almost identical, but we've got this hunt, this two thousand Pokemon. It would just get ridiculous. Mm, I think they can. <laughs> I think that's kind of what they've suggested. I don't think they've yeah. suggested they're gonna. They have any indication of up until now right. that they're I'll, even tell, I'll, even, their their I'll tell you what happens. You end up with like four Pokemon. They put. They say you've gone to a region with no Pokemon that you can collect. You just have to take your four, and then they go. That's it. Have at it. That's your four for the whole game, and you've. Got so you a think they're going to the point where game, where game freaks say, "Hey, we're going to release a mainline Pokemon game with four Pokemon in it," and the reason we're doing it is because you're going to directly control them in a hack and slash format, Jonesy. Yes. And there'll be a battle royale Pokemon game. Where you're well, like that, that, that's possible. The thing is, as soon as you open it up to either a non-game freak developed ideas. Like or, be, or more specifically, ideas they license out to other people, especially in mobile game format. Anything's possible. I just don't think the mainline Pokemon series will ever go that direction. Do you remember that ripoff game from a few years ago, which was a with oh Temtem leaked? Where they, yeah, they it was more like an, an actual walking around the real world, chucking Pokemon balls. Like, and and there was a lot of sort of people saying that that would be a really cool. That would be a was really that cool Temtem. Favorite. Is that I don't, Temtem know it was. I don't know. It doesn't sound like Temtem. I'm not sure what that yeah, is. Yeah, I think Temtem was more just like 
traditional. No, this was po- a, this was a proper like rip off thing that where they stole all the Pokemon IP and then they got crushed by lawsuits and stuff. <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but they but there was footage released of it. It was a leak that came out, and a lot of people like that. Yeah. It was wicked. Oh. I'll be honest with you. You know, you know what Pokemon Legends fucking what it's Arceus or whatever it's fucking called. Mm. What what it smacks of to me. Back in the day, I used to go on Mod DB a lot, right? And that's where it was like a, a, as the name suggests, a database of mods for different games. And let's say you'd have Oblivion, and I'd get a total overhaul mod of Oblivion to turn it into Dragon Ball Z. And to say it was a little bit janky and a little bit shit is maybe being a bit kind, but this just seems to me like what if one of the Game Freak developers played one of these really janky total conversion mods and was like, that's a good idea. Let's just make that as our next game. But fellas, I am I think personally, I'm all pokemon out. There was a, a time there that you were talking about fucking Dynamaxing your, your Diglets and I was like, holy shit, I'm... I, Sorry, I, mate. I, I think I had a bit of an aneurysm, not going to lie. This, this I, isn't my fault. This is my kid's <laughs> fault. I'm not even into Pokemon. <laughs> I'm not even Jesus into Christ. Pokemon, said the guy who's played like fucking five Pokemon games. Oh, do you know what I get, all day I get? What does this evolve into? What does that evolve into? What level do I need to get before this evolves? I'm like, oh my God. Jonesy's had to bookmark the Bulbapedia just so he can <laughs> I've I've been on there relentlessly over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> well, anyway, I, my suggestion here is, fellas, that maybe we move on from Pokemon-related news to, uh, you know, a, a passionate fan base and maybe move on to another overly passionate fan base which is the souls fan base because guess what elden ring it it, it might not be vaporware fellas because <laughs> uh, rumor has it there is a trailer that is doing the rounds within the uh, the people who are in the know all right and uh, they've seen this trailer some of it has leaked online but yeah i was gonna say by people who are in the know do you mean twitter it- Everybody, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the point was that it wasn't meant to be going around. It was meant to be yes. going around to, I guess, journalists and whatever to be like, hey, this is what we're reporting on or whatever it may be. But yes, it has leaked. And, you know, this trailer is doing the rounds. I've seen it. Um, tough to tell with the fucking trailer because it's so... This is what I don't understand. Awful. It, yeah, try, explain this shit to me, okay? It's off-screen capture, which means it was captured on someone's cell phone looking at a screen. I can tell you now, if I take my screen and record what you are seeing now, it would be in such great quality. You'd be <laughs> able to make out such fine detail. Are they using like fucking a flip phone camera from the early 2000s or something to record? This? I don't understand it. Do you know what? The state of their bedroom that you can sort of see <laughs> in the background, I think uh, it could well be the case. Yeah, fair. But anyway, I mean, as, as luck would probably... Hmm... <laughs> James yeah, you know, check in, make sure he's un- unopened PlayStation boxes and a, a <laughs> copy of Cyberpunk in the background. A, you know, a mug, <laughs> uh, toilet paper. Oh, I don't want to know, Jamie. Um, <laughs> what is that? What oh, is that? A, yeah, what? it's a book. Oh, it's a book. <laughs> yeah, it's Cormac McCarthy's Blood Meridian in stores now. <laughs> Cormac McCarthy. All right, but yeah. Um, knowing our luck by the time so we're recording this podcast a day earlier than we usually do just a little peek behind the curtain but knowing our luck the actual fucking trailer will leak (laughs) by the time that this goes up and we probably would have had time to you know report on it but there we go I would say 
if you are a big Souls fan, don't don't watch the leaked trailer, which you probably have already because you know Souls fans are like that. Um, but yeah, it it seems like a From Software game. Well, what more can I fucking say? Um, but the interesting yeah. the the interesting bit about all of this though is you know a, a bunch of rumors were flying about when news of a, a new trailer was going around, and one of the things was saying, oh, it's going to be shown at uh, Xbox's event at the end of March. And then I, I can't remember who it was from the Xbox team, but they came out and they were like, "Yeah, that's not happening. This is not going to be at our was it, at our press it, conference." Was it the Greenberg guy? I think, like Aaron yeah, Greenberg I think so. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Who? And to yeah. be fair, he's usually pretty good at that, like set, resetting expectations or just being honest about, like, "Hey, like, if you're looking forward to our stream for this reason, don't." Yeah, which, I, which, yeah. I, I think it's. I think it's a good move. To be honest, I, I do think I it's agree. a good move. Yeah. But and the interesting kind of slant of all of this is it seems that Bandai Namco themselves are going to be holding some kind of a version of a Nintendo Direct, as it were, you know, or a state of play, but specifically for Bandai Namco properties, uh, of which Elden Ring would probably be their headline reveal, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just don't know what else they'd reveal. Maybe like another Tekken or I, I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, isn't there after all th- this there are a few things that apparently they haven't shown for a little while so the, uh, what I read online Scarlet Nexus uh, is oh, one right, that people yeah. haven't seen for a while Tales of Arise and uh, something called Digimon Story are all Bandai Namco games that have, like, have been revealed but not shown uh, yeah. and yes so at the end of December they did uh, register a trademark for something called Bando- Bandai Namco Next which they'd registered for the tra- the trademark for the purpose of quote providing information about video games, computer games, and amusement machines. So uh, I think what we're really learning here today is that uh, pachinko. For, yeah, for as excited as Elden, Elden Ring uh, is making everyone, uh, is we can confirm today an amusement machine. So uh, yeah, Elden Ring is actually a, a, a pachinko. They, yeah. They're Imagine, going. Sh- they're going straight. Yeah, Jonesy, they're going straight for the throat of Konami. They're saying. You want you want to be the Pachinko Kings? Ah, uh-uh. Bandai Namco. The Thought only it was going to be a game. Yes, yeah, the only name machine. in Pachinko. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chris, you you kind of hinted at this, but the thing that continues to be the strangest element of the whole Elden Ring situation it is the fan base, and I don't think there's anything wrong with being excited about unreleased products. I think you're allowed to be excited. Yeah, I think sure, you're allowed yeah, to yeah. be hyped up by games that have had trailers and a game that represents a collaboration between you know two of the more revered. Uh, Characters in sort of one and the side of sort of like world building and and the yeah. fancy world, the other in in, in game development. Um, but there were some weird takes around this stuff, uh, like people saying like, "Oh, if you're gonna announce a game and go so long without talking about it, you deserve to have your stuff leaked and stuff like that." And it's like, come on, fellas! Like, <laughs> I don't really get the the how the logic tracks with that one. I think the same it, people that it, thought that um, uh, CDPR deserved to be hacked. It, yes. you know, it literally is cut from the same cloth. And yeah. I think in some respects, like you said, Chris, you said told people not to walk, watch it. It is a shame that like that people, some people have had to wait so long to see in, in, and see nothing in that time. And now we've got a you know an, an, an off script like a filmed uh, really yeah, like bad, a one point three megapixel camera fucking yeah. quality an internal trailer that for all intents and purposes is kind of old anyway. Like let's right? let's put it this way. Let's put it this way, guys. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. I, it, one of the so one of the watermarks that was on the trailer actually said like business report or something. So obviously it's like, hey, this is for board members or whatever it is to kind of be like, this is what 
we're going to do whatever. Might not be the same trailer, though. Probably will be. But think of it this way. If you... Th- okay, never mind what the actual game turned out to be, which I still think is okay. But you take Cyberpunk, right? Imagine that trailer where we first got a look at the Quadra and, you know, our first real look at the like what would have been the gameplay. Like, think about how hyped you were about that. Now, imagine seeing that trailer before it was meant to be shown off on a fucking low angle dodgy <laughs> phone camera you it's not cool it, like Do you know, you I, know. I, I almost disagree with you though chris if people are thinking like damn should i watch this should i not watch it i'd say watch it because it is so shit and you can barely <laughs> see anything that you can effectively go oh there's a dragon what a surprise there's a man on a horse what a surprise like and, the, and nothing else. It's so from, shite. From Software Combat still looks like From Software Combat, even if yeah. you're on the back of a horse. Go figure. Yeah. It looks it all looks the same. So yeah. you do, you're not going to gain anything. I don't think you're going to lose anything, even if you watch it, because you can barely see anything anyway. So Fair. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I thought the first Elden Ring trailer was pretty sick, but... I, 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 yeah. I remember thinking, like, is that it? is what I thought about the original trailer, which is funny for a game that then, again, went almost radio silent for coming up on two years at this point. So Yeah, it's kind of crazy. You you almost wonder if they do it on purpose to just kind of uh, create uh, adding hype and mystique to their own kind of brand, right? You, you talk about From Software as being this, like, highly revered dev, and this is maybe just a way of kind of pushing it. But in reality, all it probably is just fucking COVID. All the staff yeah. were COVID. They're like, you know what? Right. We just need time. Uh, yeah. There were apparently there haven't apparently been like sort of internal issues on this project and internal delays and stuff. Like yeah. That, so. yeah, I feel like whoever leaked this should probably feel ashamed of themselves with how bad <laughs> it, the quality is. Like, I just don't get you, it. The, <laughs> if you don't, if you have something this crap, and then you're like, I'm leaking it to the world. Like, you should be ashamed of yourself. You know what else you're I don't fucking understand? And you should have you should yeah. lose clout for this. You know, you know what else I don't fucking understand? Okay. They've got the file and they're playing it on a computer. Yeah, and and you want to leak it? No, I so, so I don't. So, I wonder if so, this is like an air gap. Well, maybe, but but then again, there's still better ways to do air gaps because if you're worried that like, hey, if I just share this file, it'll have something that can lead back to me. But why not just do a fucking screen capture on your PC that oh, you are watching be... this fucking? No, dude. Maybe. Well, how about this? How about someone had it? sent to them they were watching it they showed their mate because they were like i'm telling you but don't tell anyone else and then the mate secretly has the phone and they're like they're trying to film it over their yeah. shoulder and then the mate's like the, no I mean, don't mate, show anyone I mean, oh, there, were, there were people in the press that claimed to see this trailer months ago at this point yeah so yeah it's possible that it was like very quietly doing the rounds in certain corners of the world and then someone was yeah. like I'm going to st- stealthily record this off my <laughs> mate's computer. <laughs> I will tell you one thing, though. The the thing that maybe makes me the most sad about this uh, Elden Ring trailer leak is the fact that Elden Ring fans are no longer going to be tortured by the fact that they haven't seen anything for the game <laughs> since it was first announced. Because I, I always used to love when it's like, oh, a Nintendo Direct, they're going to show off Elden Ring. It's like, no, obviously not. Oh, uh, a, a state of play, it's got to be Elden Ring. Nope. And after all of that, going on to Twitter and seeing their crushed souls, I mean, 
I, I think like that, that I think they brought it upon themselves. I think the Elden Ring thing, it, like it started off as a meme, and then it was one of those memes that was so prominent that they started to believe their own bullshit. And all of a sudden, <laughs> they gave themselves a glimmer of hope of Elden yeah. Ring showing up at everywhere imaginable, and it was never fucking going to. Yeah. Um, and yeah. To and be now, fair, in yeah. in terms of something like that, we still have Hollow Knight Silk Song, so it's okay. Yeah, but even that, like, if we looked it up, how long has Hollow Knight Silk Song actually been out in the wild since we've last seen it? Like, how long has it been since we last had an update? I reckon longer than Elden Ring. Do you reckon? Yeah. I can't be bothered to fact check on the fly, but... Me neither. I don't know. My, my, the, my hands are quite happy over here instead of... The, 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 idea, the idea of a game being announced or getting a trailer or something like that, and then you don't hear anything about it for, like, almost two years, is a bummer. But I don't think I could stretch further than that in terms of looking yeah. for a word. Ha- hashtag, hello, Metroid Prime 4. Hashtag, hello, Elder Scrolls 6. Sure. Hashtag, hello, Starfield. Blah, and blah, you know blah, what? Blah, blah, a lot blah. of the a Beyond lot of the Elden Ring two was one of the worst for that because I was like, "Wow, this could be this is wicked. I really want to see more." And it's been like, "Nope." Can, can I give a cautionary science. tale? Can I give a cautionary tale? Because one of the most famous examples of that, Cyberpunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And look, and look, yeah, look, looking forward to that game got us. It all turned yeah. out perfectly. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, look, all I, I hope Elden Ring is cool because I will gladly jump into it. But there you go. Oh, all right, fellas. Yeah, you want to move sure. on to that? You want to move on to the next? Uh, we've got two more little tidbits that we could just uh, mention. Ratchet and Clank is free for PlayStation. You don't even need to have PlayStation Plus in order to claim it, and it is available from now until March thirty first. And that's the PS four Ratchet and Clank kind of what was it like a remake kind of yeah. thing? It's kind of like a, a a remake of the original slash reboot slash tie into the movie. Yeah, yeah. But that's free, and it's part of this uh, Play at Home initiative that Sony had. They they did it last year, they're doing it again this year, and from what I can understand, they're going to do it for four months and release a new free game each month, which is, you know, Sony don't have to fucking do that, so fair play to Sony. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And neat, neat. and uh, that Ratchet and Clank game was decent. It was a good game, and they're releasing another one in June, so of course, perhaps also in Sony's interest, <laughs> to drum up a yeah. bit of interest around the Ratchet and Clank franchise, so, you know, why not? Why Wait, what, what I oh. thought was a little odd about this, though, is wouldn't you have pushed it until sort of like maybe maybe like April? Just I don't know, this seems slightly too early for the for the Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart coming out in June. It seems like you'd want it... Do you see what I mean? To sort of wet your whistle, then give you a little breather, and then the new game comes out. Whereas this seems a I little too so. early for that. But I mean, maybe, maybe they're worried about the fact that, um, like myself... People will go, they'll download it and won't play it until maybe after the time that it's available. Mm. In which case, you need to give them enough time. You need to kind of give your your audience enough time to play the game, potentially even finish the game before the new entry comes out. Like, if you released it the month before Rift Apart came out, it's not going to be as effective. Maybe. And I suppose also uh, Rift Apart is, uh, is already on pre-order, so you could always... Um, play this, go, oh, I love these games. And that's, that's how they get you. Yeah. That's how they get you. It would be yeah. really funny if or if the other three games that they release in the three following months are also just Ratchet and Clank games. They're just, yeah. like, oh, that's how they, yeah. They're, yeah. They're it's like, have you, have you so taken bored. the hint yet? Have you taken the hint? <laughs> yeah, I, I was also like, I was about to say also, I wondered if like maybe March is slightly quieter for games than uh, April or May will be. Um, yeah, it's uh, not it, I, but it, but yeah, I'm kind of looking at it, and it's like, don't get me wrong, there aren't any massive, massive games coming out 
there aren't any new releases, like high-profile new releases coming out in March that I can see. Um, yeah. But then April and May only have a couple each anyway. Yeah. I'm, I, like the, close, the closest thing to something like new that I kind of is on my radar is uh, It Takes Two is coming out this month. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm, and, yeah. and Monster Hunter Rise, I guess. Hey, that'll um, be cool to stream, fellas. Hint, hint. Wink, wink. Let's, jo- let's, Joan, Joan, Josie's let's playing try. that with the, his missus, I believe. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're hyped for that. Looks, uh, You're going to stream cool. it, Jonesy? Yeah. I'm going to do some streaming. Lady lady gaming. Yeah. There was, um, there was not a pre- lady, Not exclusively. <laughs> there, there, was some, uh, there was some previews for that that went up this week, and I want to say one of the only ones that, like, basically, obviously, it's very difficult in the era of COVID to d- get couch co-op sessions going on yeah. because, uh, lo- like... Lots of the people who would have access to preview events don't have aren't in a situation where they can do it. But there was one household which can do it, where uh, Lucy James from Gamespot lives with Greg Miller from uh, Kind oh, yeah, of Funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they put a no, he's married to someone else. Mm. But hey, <laughs> I mean, she can get wild. I don't know. You'd have to you'd have to ask them, Josie. You'd have to leave leave a comment on the YouTube video. Um, but I was going to say they put up a video where they again kind of previewed and outlined their their their, their little introductory bit of time with the game, and uh, again it could be could be hot air. Of course, at this stage you don't know, but they were yeah. both like over like I almost go so far as to say like overwhelmingly positive about this. Yeah, to the point okay. where Greg Greg Miller was saying like that like he kind of liked Brothers and um, what's the one with the dude with the big nose? They escaped from prison. A way out. A way out, uh, yeah. He was like kind of like liked them and respected them, but like didn't necessarily enjoy them. But that his like brief couple of hours with uh, just the two of us like immediately made it one of his most anticipated games the rest it t- of the it year. Takes two. Just the two it of takes, us. Just the two of us. Oh, it should that's, be called. It should be called just the two of us. That's like the DreamWorks ripoff of the Pixar film, you know. <laughs> Do you know why just the the just the two of us might be in my head? Because sometimes for uh, uh, one of the jobs I have to do is like I have to go and find TV shows and find like the best bits from the TV shows and edit them all together for someone else to watch. And I yeah. had to do a show the other week called Just Tattoo of Us, which oh, is right. it's like a, a thing where like couples or friends that have some kind of issue or beef go onto this reality show. And the gimmick of the reality show, it really is just as simple as this, is <laughs> each is allowed to choose the tattoo that the other one has to get. And they can't see what, what they're getting until it's all like a grand reveal. That's and it is, great. It is the great. best shit you'll ever see. Because <laughs> it's basically just people stood in front of a mirror and it's their reactions like, oh my God, I can't believe you've done that. And it's just but like... Surely they know that the other person gets to do it to them as well. Yeah, but it's like, how bad is the other one yeah. going to go? I, I, like, can, the thing I is, can imagine. Like, I can imagine if, that was... Yeah. I was going to say, imagine if it was you two and you were both given completely free reign to get whatever tattoo that you wanted on the other one. You wouldn't know if Chris was going to get a little fucking like Nintendo logo on your ankle or if he was going to do the world's giant pe- biggest penis on your back. You wouldn't know. <laughs> but sh- like, okay, but surely there's a point at which I'm thinking, what am I going to get for him? And if I'm going to go giant penis on the back, then I can't be surprised if he does the same thing. Yeah, but don't forget that that is the, um, couples that are trying to work through their issues. So you, you well, almost want to say like, "Oh, I'll do something like." Gonna, apart from I Chris, would, I, in I the case, imagine, yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, I was going to say, say <laughs> oh, "Oh, come on! This is ridiculous. This is what." This, 
I think, Jamie, I think you and I need to just work out our issues, okay, and go on to a show that I've just heard about. Of us. It's I just agree. tattoo of us. No, I was going to say, Jamie, before you fucking say anything, or I was going to say <laughs> that I would imagine that the guy's choices for the girl's tattoos are always like a hundred times worse than what the girls choose for the guys. Yeah, a lot of the times they are. There's, <laughs> there's, one, there's one relationship that I guess kind of like, I can't remember half the time because sometimes they ended and sometimes they didn't. Um, but one guy got... Uh, uh, the tattoo he picked for his girlfriend at the time was a tattoo of her kind of in this like weird, like see through mesh kind of gown squatting, taking a shit and you can actually see like the shit coming out and it just says dumped underneath. Oh, oh yes. That's not real. That is, that apparently, is all, apparently it's that all is real. Epic. Apparently, that apparently it's epic. all real. So okay. what, what did, what did she no, get for him? It's not real. It's not real. Can't remember. And I'll tell you, I can't remember. So I used to work at MTV, right, back in the day. It is an MTV yeah. joint, yeah. And I was horror. I was genuinely like, like, not horrified, let down when talking to the guys who used to make shows like um, Pimp My Ride. Yeah. And how much of that is like bullshit. Like yeah. where, they, you know, the sort of stuff they would do where they'd say, Oh yeah, they re- they're really into scuba diving. So we turn their car into an aquarium and we put like a shark in it. And that's what they really want. And they loved it. And the amount of stuff was like, no, that was the production team coming up with stupid ideas and saying to the person, we're going to do this, but you know, yeah, you it'll be okay. You know, da, da. so this, is, the, nah, the, this is bullshit. The, bullshit. the, the Pimp My Ride well, stuff was great because it was always a case of, Oh yeah, we'll add this fucking aquarium to the back of your car, but we'll do nothing to the internal <laughs> mechanics of the car. But all yeah. we've done now is added like an extra one hundred kilograms to the car because you've got a tank of water in the back now, and your car's yeah. fucked. So, and that's always what you. And to it's imp- impossible to insure and all that <laughs> shit. Yeah, I want to um, say they they would also yeah. end up on um, like eBay or wherever all the time. The, the yeah, time, like the week after, you know. They pimped my shit Nova, and I'm going to sell it for double the money. Well, a, guy, a guy who was on the show did a uh, an ask me anything on Reddit like a couple of years ago. I can't remember what he said, but I might have to go and look that up. I will also say for anyone curious, it's called Just Tattoo of Us in the UK. If you're in the US and looking for the US version, it's How Far Is Tattoo Far? Um, oh, why didn't they just call it Just the Two of Us again? I don't know. Yeah. The neat thing about the the UK version and the uh, American version, though, is they both stick with the same theme in terms of hosts. Whereas in the UK, it's hosted by the cast of Geordie Shaw. Uh, <laughs> in the US, it's hosted by the cast of Jersey Shaw. Uh, oh, wow. no. So if if, yeah. if ever you felt a need to have more snooky in your life. Uh, <laughs> you can go and watch that show. Oh my god! Um, and that concludes my reasoning for why just the two of us is a better name than whatever yeah. that game is actually fucking called. Thank you for two. thank you for coming takes to two. my TED talk. Yeah, it takes. But uh, two. The, the 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 dude, the fucking crazy coke dude, said that if you didn't in <laughs> if you didn't, well, that's all I know him as Farris. Joseph Farris. <laughs> Joseph Farris. He was saying some shit along the lines of if it's not the best couch co-op you've ever played i'd give you your, i'll personally give you your money back some shit like that the dude's nuts he's he's so insane but i love yeah. him yeah i admire that yeah. the bravado the ballsiness all right fellas and the very last thing that we're going to talk about in this uh decently sized podcast is e3 is in the news again because hey guess what their physical event is cancelled in a move that absolutely everyone saw coming can I make a confession? Excuse me. Yes, bless you. <laughs> I didn't know that a, th- a physical E3 event was even still on the cards at this stage. 
Yeah, they, they announced talked it, about yeah. it briefly and they said that they were going to go ahead of it, but it yeah. did sound ludicrous. I, I, so I hope I'm not getting this, this information wrong because I remember reading about it when they first announced the physical event, but I didn't go back and read up on it now that we're talking about it. You'd think I probably would have been the fucking host of the show, but whatever. But we were just riding with the punches here. Yeah. But I seem to recall something about when they first kind of announced the physical event and people reporting that the pitch that E3 sent to, and by extension ESA, right, were sending to companies to attend as, let's quote unquote, exhibitors, were that they had to spend like a ludicrous amount of money just to get their, they get their spot. Mm. So, how, so, okay, so send us a whole bunch of money in order to a, a, a appear at this event that <laughs> potentially... Yeah, non-refundable. To <laughs> appear to appear at this event that potentially might not even take place, depending on what it would be, and even if it was taking place, no guarantee that you get the numbers that you know we could ever kind of guarantee. But then also spend your own money to create the show and the spectacle that you need to do, or don't fucking do it and just host your own online event. Hmm. I wonder to your which own time one frame. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder which one they would have gone for. Don't get me wrong. Like. I've said in the past, I think it's a shame that E3 as a physical event is no longer around. Uh, there is something magical about an E3 week or whatever it may be, but it just it just does not make any more sense. And I don't ever see E3 coming back, unfortunately. I've changed my mind on this because when we talked about it before, I think uh, about the last E3 being cancelled, I was, I was convinced that E3 would come back in a physical form. Um, yeah. But... This happening, this happening now, and it being two years, and this is just going to reaffirm that none of these places need to put the money into E3, and we're going to have something new happen this year around um, the uh, Jeff Keighley's thing, and they're sort of yeah. refining that and they're making it better. I, yeah, I don't think it will come back. I, 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 you might find that they have like a more what they used to have, like a trade show for industry insiders, but on a much smaller scale without the big boys there, possibly, maybe. But if some people but, want that but still, again, but but again, Jonesy, as a as a trade thing, then you know what? I I could entirely envision everybody moving their stuff over to Gamescom. Honestly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, what, if you only need to do one thing a year, why would you need to do? T- because the only thing I I do think about with E three is what about the smaller people on the floor who don't get the exposure that big companies get? They might want to do some into business stuff. Um, so maybe it would go back to more like that. But yeah, why would all the big companies and why the game devs and yeah. stuff, why would they go back? Does this make any sense? They wouldn't. E3's done and dusted, unfortunately. I cannot see it coming back. What do you think, Jamie? As a physical event, it's definitely a stretch, especially based on the direction they were going, like the idea of them trying to have this sort of industry event uh but also opening the doors up to the public and having as many different publishers, developers, and studios. Like, everything seems far-fetched in that sense, especially, yeah. as you guys pointed out, we've now confirmed uh, two years off. Um, the only like question mark, I guess, is how this summer goes, how competing with uh, Keeley Summer Games Fest does actually go for them, and what kind of a digital event they're actually going get to get out the door. You know, the ESA do still have some pulling power, and the E3 name will still appeal to some people. And they will still use the E3 name this summer, even if they can't do it in a like a physical uh, event. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm not confident for them. Um, I don't <laughs> think I because just largely because like you guys just said, it just doesn't make sense for anyone to, you know, get in bed yeah. with the ESA anymore. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I it's think. A shame, I think. Last legs. Just, yeah. 
Can I make a request now, though? Yeah. For next year, next year, 2022, we go to Gamescom and we do a little, uh, all three of us, because we haven't ever been to one together. What, Mate, you're bu- are you buying? I'll buy. I'll buy. Dinner yeah? one night. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> thought, thought you were saying tickets and accommodation. No. Um, no, I'll, I'll do you one better as long as we can you're all buying. afford it. No, as long as we can all afford it. I mean, I, I think Gamescom might happen this year. Maybe. Mm, in Germany, I doubt it. Depend, it. it depends on Germany's vaccination rollout, but by the UK and the, the US's vaccination standards, by that time, by August, I think it could be back on track. You never know. Maybe, maybe mm. not. But if it is, I'm going. <laughs> and if I can I afford don't, it. Maybe, okay, maybe this year then. I, I don't think it'll happen this year. Yeah. Um, I'd be very uh, surprised. I'm, I'm hopeful that uh, Dota's International, which was cancelled last year, <laughs> is happening this year in August. That, well, they've announced it's happening this year in August. I just hope it's still a viable thing to happen because I really want to go to a, to an international before the game just completely dies. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, I want to go while it's still a fucking hot shit property rather than <laughs> just a shit property, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it would be fun. It would be cool to do a, 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 a trip uh, Hell as yeah. the Super Show. It would be interesting some- to see what we manage. Get Steph involved, get Martin involved. You know, it'd be cool. Yeah, but uh, get, road but, trip. But, yeah, but <laughs> my, well, money's going to be the issue, though. That's the problem, Lakers thing. Boys, never mind. In August, money's going to be the issue. Fucking this month and next month and the well, month the, yeah, this is this is the thing. Like the idea of paying <sighs> for flights in five months' time. I'm like, okay. Actually works perfectly because Chris is moving into a caravan soon so he can drive us <laughs> all there yeah. in his motorhome. Hey, it's a con. It's a motorhome, Jonesy. Like, don't, try, don't disparage him. Motorhome, at, sorry. At, at this stage, boys, will probably be a fucking reliant Robin or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would uh, add, add an extra degree of spice to the road trip, I guess. Like, are we going to so roll funny. over as we go around this corner? Way. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd fucking love to do it. Like we, we were mentioning, like with Steph as well, just do a fucking road trip because it would be easy to just fucking drive there. But you know, depending on yeah. the board. I mean, situation. we could we could do that for like no money at all. Like if it was just a question of like renting a van or whatever you have to fucking rent <laughs> and just driving it somewhere, then yeah, then all you have to do is food and petrol and accommodation. But you know, you know what I'm thinking, fellas. Stop me if you've heard this before. Go fund me. You want us to go, <laughs> go fund do- my trip? I, I just, Chris, I don't know if you realise this. We do a GoFundMe at the beginning of every single podcast, bro. No, but this is a this is a different GoFundMe. <laughs> this, right. this, is a, this, this is a one-off uh, purchase GoFundMe. This is and like when, this is like when kind of funny are like, yeah, we're setting up a new Patreon for our totally different channel, kind of funny <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it would be cool. Anyway, yeah. Hey, that's all we got for this week. Can you fucking believe it? I can because I wrote the podcast template and we've covered everything that's on there. So Have we? Yes. What about now? Hold on, Jamie's writing something. Poop. Congratulations. That's amazing. I thought Very we needed good. mentioning. Wow, okay. Do you need to poop? Is this what you're trying to say? No. But my eyes are I- tired. Maybe I need to nap. Mm. How are we- I was gonna ask how your poops are lately. Any spiky poos? No, they've actually been really good. They've been really good. Really like, good, yeah. Like sure, I forgot all really about well, them. really well behaved. Really well behaved. Mm. Like good, good, uh, good timing, good schedule, yeah. uh, good consistency. Okay. Uh, no more tears. 
<laughs> no more tears. No more tears. Jesus. Jeez. I get. I, I, hey, that might be the fucking code word, right? No more tears. <laughs> no more tears is perfect. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. Yeah, I'll let, I'll, yeah, I'll let it slide, if you know what I mean. Oh, you scumbag. And with that uh, diarrhea-laced uh, anecdote, thank you so much for watching, if you're watching on YouTube or listening, if you're listening on a podcast platform of your choice. Don't forget, we're a five-star podcast. We're not even asking you to rate us. I'm just telling you. That's what we are. Just fucking deal with it. And with that, fellas, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. See ya. See ya.